that's being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record albums have their own Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I am your host, Adam Dunn. Late as always, and there goes my theme song once again, live, rotating. Didn't oh. get to do my dab. It's because I was checking out the website. There we go. Jesus. Wow. What an intro. That intro is about as smooth as the introduction to the day when I rolled in here and thought our websites were down and our everything was gone. Domain names were gone <laughs> off the planet. I was like, what are you talking about? Spent 45 minutes on GoDaddy trying to figure that shit out yep. to no avail. If we are live. If this oh, is if this is really going out into the into the Ethernet there, then we somehow have beaten the system. They think we're off, we're on, dude. We're, we don't have to ever pay our bill again. Magic. Is that what happens? Magic. Once they don't know, you're like, Yeah, you're 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 not even here. I'm like, cool. I never was here. Never. Well you are here now, live. The excitement. We have an actual in studio guest again, really. Like, it's so hard to attract people to the basement. You know, once you get it's like, come on down, kids. I don't know. As as the summer heats up, I think this basement will start to seem more and more appealing to stoners. It all does. Around it's the always cool in here. Area. It's always nice and cool down here. That's have, that's my observation. It is. It's, it's hella cool. You know, it's it's almost like your mom's basement. You'd like to get high down here. Yeah, just not quite as funky smelling. Like you always not my mom's, my grandmother's always had that, like, if I walked down the stairs of my grandmother's house, it would be weird. I'd be like, oh, where are And then I always knew it was like I was 15 again or something trying to find all the shit that was hidden down there because they were good at that. I had one of those crazy basements with just, like, stacks of, like, she would stack everything up, like, oh, Christmas from 25 years ago, you know what I mean? And I would go in there and find all the shit. You know that style. Things you could make pipes out of. Pretty much, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What happened to my train set? <laughs> Pipes. 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 When you run out of apples. That's what I was always looking for was the train set because they had one of those big, those big, you know, I don't even know what the codes are, but they have these giant trains. It's super oh, cool. And yes. it was like the only, my grandfather used to set it up when everybody else was kids, you know what I mean? And I was always like, man, let's set this thing up. And never did. Just basically broke every one of them slowly over time. That'll show them. That'll show them, exactly. And they're probably worth millions of dollars now. Those are probably like the most... <laughs> Valuable thing in our entire family, and I've destroyed it. So uh, we have obviously got you back because so much has happened since the last time we had you here and or calling in. I think last time yes. it was calling, right? We no, I, I think I was here in person. You know, I, I'm my, my quarterly. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm now like a quarterly guest or something like that. You know, every 90 days I come in and I tell you, and here's where shit went fucking jump the train tracks it in did. the last 90 days. And a lot's happened, huh? I mean, it's, Oh, yeah. It seems like it gets more hush-hushy, too. It's good to have you on the show because the more we get deeper down this sort of like bullshit rabbit hole that we're in, the less you hear about it. Like It seems like it gets less information. Like People get real numb to it. just talk like this? Yeah, yeah. He's, 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 it's, he's it's, adjusting the technology for my incompetence. It's, it's no, quite fantastic. Well, we used to have, when the kid was here, he would do one of these. 
because he thought you know we, we could see each other better uh, but it sounds like shit but then if you go up here it sounds great again see that was uh, uh, yeah erect Fat- we like them to be I've always been a fan of, of you know <laughs> I knew I if the choice is erect or, or, or flaccid let's uh, always choose erect right, there you go. I knew I could lead you down that uh, I am I'm very you know, <laughs> so I'm, leadable I'm so so leadable especially if it's you know I mean for each the age where an erection is that definitely worth following um so, uh, so so before we get into the cheesecake lady rants, yes, the fun stuff. Let's let's talk to KTI real quick. Oh, I guess no, so. Cause, yeah, because yeah, KTI- he, he's clean cut. You know, we'll start off the show on a good note. Yeah, we don't yeah. want to. Yeah, no swearing in the beginning. It'll just be nice. For fuck's sake! For fuck's sake! Yeah. God. Oh wow! Whoa. Uh, so KTI, how has how has it been since we last saw you? Oh, it's been great. You know, it's been hanging out in the mountains and. Still in the mountains. Still Jesus in the Christ. mountains. Well, you know, I was out in you know, I was out in Glenwood for a bit, getting a little bit of sun, getting a little bit of water, and I noticed. You know, I noticed. You, you look. You look therapy. fresh. You look way fresher than all of us. I look like I've literally been in the basement the whole time. So I don't think I look. You that look pa- great. Sickly, sickly pallor. Or anything, you, know? <laughs> you look great. Um, so just hanging in the mountains. I thought you were down here. I thought you were back. I thought this was the. the I had family coming to town, and you know, there's there's a couple things, a couple loose ends in the mountains that Did, still tying up before I just, you know. Okay, so you're not you're not not a Denverite. You're not a Denverite. No, at this point in time. we haven't, we haven't, we haven't. You know, I haven't. You know, I don't have a PO box down here yet. If that's what we're asking, so you're not wow. that. That's when you grow up. That's not that committed. I got one up in the mountains. You know what happened here? Crash. Uh, what's this? What's that? What's that? Oh, is that bass from us or from next door? Oh, that's from next door. Oh, those bastards. I know. Someone else plays a bunch of loud music, too. Who do they think they are playing music? They have a Friday night that starts, like, right now or something. Is that what it is? I think that's what it is. It's happy hour. It's like a happy hour. Oh, my God. I saw some gentlemen outside discussing the pending excitement. Really? (laughs) Well, that's always always, uh, always, uh, interesting. It's like last time when we were were sitting here, I could not figure out where this fucking noise was coming from because it was, like, here and there and everywhere. But actually, we're... They're above us right now. Like this is their shop right above us. So, okay. so we're in a very Womp thump. precarious spot. It's all right. We get used to it. It's like you're backstage at a show. Subtle, right now. Yeah. This is literally what it sounds like at most of the shows I go to because I'm never actually in the front. I'm always just hanging out with my friends backstage, being lame, being <gasps> lame. But I no, sway. I know it's tough. It's a tough <laughs> life. But it's but it is funny because you do hear almost every single concert is sort of just a low thud it's just a <laughs> depending on what it is if it's drum I, I see a lot more bluegrass than you do so i'm yeah, you don't I'm hear suspicious a lot of suspicious that that it's not the same i don't think i that, doubt then you'd have sort of the ringing banjo tones you wouldn't hear through. yeah you wouldn't hear the the thick bass on a it depends though there's some you know. crossover stuff happening lately speaking of which you just came back from a show right you were out. yeah i went to phoenix for the dead and company you're so show. dedicated um Dedicated. Yes, so, yes. Well, you know. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Just threw that out there. Oh, like, man. Wingers. That was, that, was <laughs> that was a winger there. Oh, man. 100 degree family reunion, you know, good times. Um, but it was fun. You know, I'm, I'm glad I went. You know, uh, there was some low level drama in the car with people who drank too much and the heat didn't serve them well. Right. So, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's the worst. Combo heat and drinking. Yeah, so. Like noon by noon, you're done. You're already like once you get on, if you have like literally heat on the top of your head while you're drinking, like that sun come baking down on there, it's amazing how fast it will just completely fucking ruin you. You'd be like, tanked. Yeah. I haven't drank in five months, so I'm good. I'm like, yay. You haven't drank in years, exactly. 20 years. Last I knew it. I knew it was a lot. Long 20 time. plus. I'm at two months. 
Really? Mm-hmm. We're just like all the, the cool kids you know, smoking weed, not drinking alcohol. Yeah, I mean, if you have the option, we'll you know, just, that's that's what keeps me dewy yeah. fresh looking, y'all motherfuckers. You know, we all know that. Yeah, we all. Know In that. spite of my, you know, at somewhat burgeoning middle fucking age, but that being neither here nor there, I did bring you some candy. Yeah, let's see what you got. Ooh, tell, us, tell us some flavors. So, oh, no alcohol, you. but we got sugar. Mm-hmm. Chuggies. Fuck that. Sugar, alcohol, sugar is sugar. Good. Last time when you had that edible from her i could tell by the end of the show <laughs> that you were already yeah like, i got a little faded off yeah. that and yeah, just going home and going to sleep <laughs> so i brought you like these little packs i call these mustache rides and salty nipples they're like smaller packs each of these is like 25 milligrams so they're not so potent nice these are more like 75 80 milligrams and i just figured you know like these have different like small flavors like the little mustaches are like cinnamon and chipotle there's like a thing that has Himalayan sea salt with chia seeds and hemp mm. seeds. The ones that have a white tip are CBD. The ones that are all white are like one to one. The ones that are white tip are two to one, and the straight chocolate ones are just THC. So uh, wow. and then these are. I like, want the sea salt. Where's the sea salt? I love the I love salty chocolate stuff. It's yum. That's the thing. And then there's like a uh, so it's like a, a CBD white chocolate with sea salt, chia seeds, and hemp seeds. Beautiful. It looks like a nipple, too. Yes, it does. It's called a salty nipple. Oh, well, there you go. Good. I wasn't listening, obviously. I was too busy <laughs> breaking up my weed. That's what I lived up to its name. I also just hey, got a mold like a that's shaped like mustaches. So it's those not are a very per- particularly nice-looking nipple, by the way. I just no. want to emphasize. Why do you got to be so picky? You're, <laughs> well, you know, aren't you is, a married man? If this that's is the like, first fresh nipple you've seen in a well, bit. So you know, fucking I mean, enjoy it. Like Sometimes when they're like they're really like tall like that, I get really I get scared. I literally, yeah, I don't see Cece rocking a nipple like that. It just doesn't seem like her style. No, she does not. Have. She <laughs> Those are weird ones. Those are like the double yeah. caps. Like they go. Oh, You'd have to be like. I mean, I get all weirded you'd out. You even have to have bigger titties than I do to have a nipple like that and not look unnatural. Right. That's just the bottom. Those line. are gorilla nipples, right there. Yes, pretty much. Gorilla glue nipples. You know, that's that's how I roll. What kind of material did you use for it? Actually, I think those are made with um, a mob boss that a friend of mine grew, oh, nice. um, commingled with some Durban poison. Well, of course, we're in Colorado. That's well, nice. yeah, it's, it's it's ubiquitous. It's got to have the. There dirt. was no blue. There was no blue dream. Alas, we'll shut a little tear for you. I think what's going to happen is that no one's going to grow a blue dream, and then it's going to be like, man, we had the dream. <laughs> a bunch of whiners are going to be whining. I about. I, I, what I miss are the strains that we grew like. Way before the commercial, you know, like, mm-hmm. I mean, back in the day, I remember that. Those, when they had no these, names? When they had no, no names. when we first started to get names around 2005 and six in mm-hmm. the U.S., you first started to see, like, named weeds, you right. know, like the sage and the <gasps> Cali orange and one. all these, like, the random one. weird strains that, you know, mm-hmm. we grew and then we'd be like, we could do better. Let's try this next thing that, you know, someone well, the, in our. Well, the funny part, too, is as you path. noticed, is like. Before there were names, it was just like you went to the quality guy who gave you the quality weed, right? That's pretty much right. what you did. It wasn't like, like, oh, he's got good weed. He's got eh, right. it's okay But weed. then the quality guy started using a name because somebody else gave him a name. And people get into that. Like, marketing is way... That's, but now it's funny. Once we allowed marketing and we fucked this whole thing up. Of course. But now what you get is you get people like, for instance, breeders who are breeding based on names and not based on anything else. Like, you're like, okay, it's not about the name. Don't... Who cares? You know, it's right. like, yeah, but if I could do that, it would be this. It's like... Once first you've bred all, something new, you can give it any freaking name you first want. First of all, grow the good weed and then come up with a name. That's the best well, way. Because the minute you take a, a name breeder, and take you go the time to it. research your phenotypes and like don't just put out your first batch of seeds and be like, yeah. I bred something. Well, no, it's exactly, it's exactly like I always can tell when there's like, especially when it's like new guy on the scene 
and he really knows his <laughs> what he's doing. Like, and you're like, okay, here's somebody who actually is going through, and he's growing them out, and then he's taking his next generation, growing those out, and then he's selecting, and he's going back and forth. Those are like you can tell because then the person right. tells you these little details you would never know otherwise. And on top of that, when you smoke that weed, you're like, holy fuck, it does taste exactly like what you're saying. Whereas if it's the other way around, if it's like this doesn't taste like anything like you're talking about. Oh, it's a tangy times this. It's like, yeah, but it didn't. It didn't. None of I, those nuanced flavors. None of the things that you're talking about are there. None of the terpene profiles. Exactly. None so of the crystal content. It's like naming a kid. It's like I'm going to name a kid, you know, Brutus, and he comes out and he's just a little baby wuss, doesn't do anything. You're like, ah, Brutus wasn't a great name for this kid. This kid is not a Brutus. He's yeah, a, but you're not going to know that in like the first. No, but you 24 could. hours. And it's that clever name, you know? And you get the p- two right strains A2? and you let's, just find a clever name. Let's not say name, kid. Let's, say, let's, say, let's say dog. Let's go, let's go away from kid. Kid, okay. you probably planned way too much. Yeah, like, it's going to be named that no matter what. Right, but, you're, you're but already dog, putting like 100 years of burden on that But fucker. dog is like, hey, here's a dog. And you're like, whoa, this dog chases its tail every single day, all day. I'm going to call him Spinner, right? That makes sense. Why yes. did you call him Spinner? Because he runs around in circles all day. Hey, that makes sense. If you called him Spinner sure. and you never did anything like that, you'd be like, I don't know, you know, spinner. It's like great. That doesn't say much, but well, the yeah, there were, there were like five or six names on the table for Panama after we got him from the from the shelter. You know, before we, I mean, we had him before we knew we were gonna. Was it per- about Van Halen? Um, no, no, he, he he had like like so his coloring is kind of reddish. So you know, one of the Panama names red. Oh, gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. So so one of the names that, and then he's also if, like if for all the literary critics out there in the audience. Um, on the first page of Call of the Wild from Jack London, they describe the dog, and it's a mix of a Scottish sheephound and a uh, St. Bernard. And he's a mix of a healer and a St. Bernard, which is really similar to that. So I was like, ah, but I don't want to name him Buck, because that's just a... F- like, that's the name Uncle of the dog. Uncle Buck, Uncle Buck. Yeah, but it's, a, it's like a fucking... John such Candy a mediocre name. It's like basically saying I give up on trying to be creative. Yeah. The spot so, is when you give up. Like, so, spot is usually like, like his, his name, up. His short list of names was London for Jack London. Um, then we put a, but he had like one of those puffy things on top of his head, like those puppies in the, uh, in the Beethoven movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we put a bandana on his head and he looked like David Nelson. So Panama Red it was. Nice. The other name that we were thinking about was cedar, like, like a cedar plank wood, but also like seeds. So, you know, it had, it had a double meaning oh, and we cedar. liked that. And, uh, that was one of the potential names for him. So, you know, he's had a lot of, uh, provenance and thought about it, but, but he's living up to Panama. He's 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 he has stolen women beds, you know. He does not have one horse named Muscalito, but that's really all we can say against him. So And know. there is the reality of names yes. by us. <laughs> the wow. incredible name guys, the name droppers. So last week we had a name dropping show, you missed it. I did. Full name drop. Did I get name dropped? Never. Oh, not even once. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's in his eighties, and he's he's a different from a different genre and generation. Mm. So, but yeah, if If you want to listen to name dropping episode, listen. Do you guys want? We had Martin Luther King name dropped. We had we had name drops that you don't normally get. Like, I I don't have. I was hanging out with Martin Luther King. Yeah. So yeah. these are like the little smaller bites. These are the bigger things. And here you've got a salted caramel turtle, oh, a peanut really butter good. cup, a chocolate covered Oreo, or a white chocolate CBD nipples. core t- toffee thinger. I'm gonna go with one of these Squeeze one of those the big nipples. old ones. Yeah. There you go. I'm gonna go with this guy. That's a turtle. Perfect. Wow. Do you want to try something? Yes, please. All right. All right. We'll have to get out, out of your chair. Right, we'll get out of my Candy! Candy! Oh, Look at him go. 
Oh, he just wants to be like you and, and lick the nipple too, Adam. See? Ah, yeah. I just shouted. I just bit right into it. I didn't lick. <laughs> <laughs> there was no caressing of that nipple. Not at all. No gentle lipping. No I, I, I forgot lipping. it was a nipple. I just chomped down on it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no love in there. Mm-mm. Oh, that's really good. We don't fuck They're around. all good. They're yeah, no, I always make good stuff. And most of it gets you fucking high. That's um, all I've ever heard really from everybody is like, it's always yeah, been... Yeah, no, but basically this makes up for the rest of my reputation is that I'm a cold-hearted bitch. But um, I could live with that because I do make a nice product. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm informed about the issues. So basically, you know, I didn't really... Oh, I beg your pardon. You segue I never right promised you a rose garden. You segued <laughs> to... KT High laughed at that. I'm I, liking it. You know, um... But, I mean, it's, it's true. Like, fucking A. If you want to have a weed garden, I can't give you a fucking rose garden at the same damn time, bitches. Get too many aphids then, otherwise. For shizzle. You'd be like, or ugh, thrips, aphids, all those things. They love. Got in my fucking kale last year. It was quite a conundrum. Yeah. Aphids are bad. Roses are, once you. Roses aren't food and they are I know. I was going to say, they're pretty useless. They're pretty damn useless when you see it. You're like, yeah, this is really nice, but uh, <laughs> what the fuck are we going to do with it? Well, you can make rose something, right? Rose. You can make rose water, water. Or rose, or rose essential oils, which yeah. have positive. Ugh. But yeah, then you're going to smell like an old person. It smells like a hooker is what it smells like. I mean, okay. God, like a cheap hooker. And you don't want to smell like an old hooker because that's... An old cheap hooker. Like, yeah, like a after 50. Yeah. Ugh. The milk's gone bad at that point, right? Okay. <laughs> the milk's gone bad. All right. Let's, well, um, that let's, pleasant and let's use that as a double segue to yeah, all segue, the... Segue, segue, segue. Now we're Because we're going to get into some horrible, foul, disgusting things, aren't we? Try to keep it to that. So basically, I, I think when I was here last, you know, pretty much everything was pending. 1220 hadn't actually passed, but it did. I mean, I think most of the stuff that, you know, happened politically here in Colorado, most of the listeners of your show should be pretty much fully aware of but now we're facing a lot more stuff going on at a national level mm-hmm. and then we have uh well the sad part too is that as it goes national people look to us for guidance and we're like we're fucked dude we don't even know what we're doing like we're we're not even at a point where we can say <laughs> yeah you know as a consumers or as producers or as anything like this is a great system this is a system works perfectly it's like it doesn't it kind of no it's i mean we saw that there was the since i was here last there was the big media release that showed that metric can be totally gamed and is actually actively involved in the diversion system Mm -hmm. and that a large portion of the alleged diversion of cannabis out of the state of colorado is by licensed business owners using the metric system and, you know, then there was some whistleblower guy who did a story in the local papers, and that, you know, was also covered nas- as a national story. And so that was entertaining. And but was that was that um, MJ Freeway, or was that all no, the no, systems? No, no, that, that's anything that's using metric. It doesn't matter which okay. tracking system so you're using. So it's just metric itself. Because be- essentially the user is entering the data, and mm-hmm. there's no... There's no, you know, like you can enter Checks whatever you want. Oh, yeah, there's yeah. no. So unless somebody's going back and reviewing the camera against the data entered, mm-hmm. and even that is yeah, yeah. pretty gameable, you know, yeah. because it's not like you can clearly read the. Uh, Every single time, yeah. Right. So basically, you know, that's sort of what's been going on. And, you know, this is something I've been saying since 2013 when I decided I wanted to sell my licenses that, you know, basically my number one reason for not wanting to participate any longer was that the system was not. You know, it was it was openly gamed, mm-hmm. and actually, what we saw at the end of the legislative session and like the final three weeks was really pretty fascinating. We saw 
bills introduced that were introduced after, like 10 days after the close of the legislative um, calendar, so you're not allowed to introduce any new bills. Isn't it funny how they always time, the timing is always, that's like the telltale sign of if it's, there's fuckery going on, is like when they either announce it or when they give you a chance to get there. Right. Like, or oh, or by like the what way. they did with the PTSD bill, which everyone pretty much <clears throat> felt confident would pass this year, mm-hmm. but they kept holding it hostage to keep the lobbyists from getting up in arms about the negative stuff they were doing with the cannabis clubs bill. Hmm. So basically they, you know, they, they, which I mean, we all gave up on anyway, pretty much. Right. That's well, they made it untenable, but actually it went until about eight forty-five in the evening on the final day of the legislative session that that bill was still in play. Yeah. That was crazy. Then. And so, you know, we'll talk a little bit about that, but, but you know, the thing that was interesting to me is that, you know, I, I look at the legislative data, not just from participating, but you know, the more you participate, the more you go to, you, there's going to be a bill up before your cannabis bill. So you're going to start to listen about that. You're going to start to learn like, oh my God, our poor school kids are fucked. Like, you know, lies have been told. This is bad. They're basically shifting a bunch of money to like charter schools and homeschooling. And, you know, basically they want to keep more people to homeschool their kids because they don't have to provide funding for that, which is fucking ridiculous. And all these other things that were going on. So I started like doing this thing where I start data mining the actual legislative website and cross-referencing, somebody's here. Somebody's loud. Good Lord. <laughs> Hominids. And they're here. So <laughs> what I learned is that the second most used word in the state of Colorado's legislative session this year was felony. Yeah. And the, the biggest focus of this legislative session was not about you know, cannabis or guns or you know, any one thing. It was really that the focus was about creating more felonies to increase the amount of jail time served by anyone accused of any kind of manufactured crime. And so we criminalized new behaviors. We made felonies out of behaviors. And it wasn't just in the cannabis world. It was, you know, unilaterally. Right. And that's the crazy part, too, is like when they start, I mean, usually they'll, they'll throw the felony thing out, like, just just to see if it sticks. You know what I mean? And then the, until people say something like, uh, you're going to make a felon out of, like, everybody now? And then, they're, oh, okay, maybe we should change that a little bit, you know? And But they actually don't care. And the people... The people don't participate or pay enough attention, which is another whole conundrum. Well, I mean, this is something that I've noticed ever since living in Amsterdam was that the minute you get somewhere, like you get you're legal or you get tolerated right. or you get whatever, <coughs> pretty much everybody gets real lackadaisical at that point in time because they're like, ah, it's over. No, we did it. We did it. We're done. You know, and you're like, oh, there is so much more to be done. You know then, what I mean? Yeah, like, then you're going to face a huge backlash, which is what we've faced here. Well, it's what happened in Holland. In Holland, people just didn't get it. Like, and it was funny because, like, in 2000... or oh, sorry. Let me see. Like, 95, I should say. Sorry, 2000. 95, 96, like, when, when first medical started happening in California, people would come to Colorado... or come, come to Amsterdam, and they'd be like, you know wanting to fight you know want to fight want to keep things going and everybody over there would be like why you want to do that and it's like do you not see that it's getting it's not legal for anybody everybody's got like a thin thread they're hanging on basically and now Holland is feeling the pain big time you know to the point where they're like oh wow now what are we going to do and they still don't have anybody because nobody's really kept up with what's going on they just keep slipping things past them and now it's really like it's ridiculous right no now it's it's Almost as restrictive as Denver. <laughs> more, more. No, I'm making even more. I'm making light of the situation. Oh yeah, even more because there they never got their supply chain figured out. You know, here it's got the supply chain figured out. They don't have a 
anything else figured out. It's like, oh, yeah, here it is. Right. Well, it's, it's still horrifying and terrifying. And, but over there, it's the opposite. Like, they, everything about getting it is the shady side, you know, which is, I mean, definitely falls into the hands of criminal elements, which is like, <laughs> hey, you mean so we can still produce this stuff? And can, So they actually figured that out pretty quickly on this side over here. And I think that the only reason that there is exported cannabis coming out of Co- uh, Colorado and places like here is that is people who don't really know what's going on coming here thinking, hey, it's legal, you know what I mean, to, enough that they can get away with it grow-wise. Like you saw that big group that got oh, yeah. busted recently that was like, you know, all over the state and they were half legal and half not legal and you're like, you can't do they that. They had a bunch of licenses, but they were that. definitely not legal. Yeah, you can't even, I mean, to me, that's more stupid than either one side of the fence or the other. If you're going to stay illegal, right. stay illegal. Or but you can't be like half and half. Yeah, we're totally cool, especially in Denver. I mean, I don't know how. Well, they... and I mean, they were, they were the it was the the upper management and owners that were the licensed people in that in that mm. operation. So you know, it was they were they were definitely using their contacts and connections. And I mean, I see so much crazy mad illegal from because I know what the rules of the license system are. Mm-hmm. So it's almost impossible for me to participate in any activity and not see how it's illegal. Right, and yet. I don't give a shit because I don't want to be a cop and I don't want to lock anybody up over a plant. So it's not my nature to want to narc on anybody about these things. It drives me nuts when these are the people that the state picks for their rulemaking committees and their ethics committees and all of this. Right. Um, you know, the main, so we saw some really crazy stuff at the end of the legislative session where, um, you know, this is, this is to me that which tells me a lot about where because I think what's interesting to talk about today, you know, not just like, oh, this 1220 that we've made felonies out of every patient in the state. And, you know, I have on audio, if we want to play them, I can give them to the smart kid. Um, okay. Well, the other kid ran away. So, you know, right. no, I mean, by, I could try by, to by it default, out. you're the smart kid. Um, and I don't care if we don't play them. We may not be interested, but I've got the audio clips that I made of a uh, hearing with the sheriff and deputies in Park County about um, the hash oil explosion. Do you guys remember that that was a big deal? Mm-hmm. Um, and in those audios, it's not so much the, you know, they, they actually don't talk about butane, but for maybe th- three or four minutes out of a two-hour meeting. And I have these audio clips where they're talking about how to place a video camera on your property to surveil your neighbors and give that information to the police. Um, and all these things which basically amount to federally illegal coercion of a witness that makes all the fucking witnesses that they just tried to develop in that meeting illegal. If their attorney is smart enough to know about this original audio that I've recorded where they tell people how to surveil their neighbors. Like, they basically are like, it starts with an out-of-state car, and then the next thing you do is you start monitoring how often people come and go and as you know, as as they come and go, right. you you take, know take notes. take the no take down their license plate oh, numbers better, and better. record their license plate numbers and what type of make, model of car they have and if you can photograph them with your cell phone, and so it's like basically they're trying to tell everyone up to in be, these neighborhoods in the rural mountains where people want to live because they don't want to be around nosy freaking neighbors. Right. Start being nosy as hell on your neighbor. And if somebody's going to move to Colorado from another state, the likelihood that they already have a Colorado plate when they first move in. Sure. Is low. Yeah. So basically, it's just the county's master plan is to have the county be predominantly owned by second homeowners who don't vote in the county so that the county commissioners can run willy-nilly and do whatever the hell they want. 
And then... I mean, that's the thing. They should love growers then because growers are the guys who don't bother anybody. You know what I mean? That's the one thing we don't do is bother people. Or, but they, they love asset and we forfeiture. Don't vote, and we don't and vote And so this is much. about asset forfeiture. So now we have a new law on the mm. books that says the smell of cannabis is grounds for going in somebody's home, which, in fact, if cannabis is legal, the smell of cannabis should not be grounds for going in somebody's I thought home. That was already, I thought that was already established. That in, no, cars, if, in cars, it's like that. But in, in Park, I just thought in general, in Park on, yeah. County, they can come into your house to count your plants if your neighbors complain enough times about the smell. So they were telling everyone at this meeting, just complain about the smell. Just keep those complaints coming. Even if you don't smell it, keep calling. See, and you were, and you were there when they said that. Yeah. That's oh, cool. I audio recorded. I have the recordings in, on a, what do you call those little zip thingies in SD my cards bag. Um, it's... It's whatever. got a, it's, you know, it's, <laughs> whatever. The young people will know what it is. I don't know what they call their technology. Okay. It's where you store the little things on. Thingy bobs. Yes. I got you. Yeah. Probably we can, an SD card. We can play we'll it figure it out. Bobs. We'll do it. But we don't need to if we don't care. Well, it's just something do. that is it, we is, it, is it is it is it clear I, I as day? Is it clear as day? Like turn in your neighbors now. Or is it like all muffly? Some of it is. <laughs> some, I mean, the sound quality of someone clandestinely recording the police. I know, police can't be that a, great. Yeah. Well, we can listen a, to it. We, we, we got, in an anti we got, hours to, we got hours to kill, so. Um, you know. That'll give five seconds. That's a good five seconds well, off the top. If, if, if worse comes to worse, we can just stick it to the mic and Boom. Play, you know? Make it even sound more shady. Yeah, even Triple more shady. shady. It's in this. Yeah, if it has a headphone jack, I can just plug it into no, this no, laptop. No, no, it's, no. It's this thing that goes, and it's got a thinger. Got a lot of thingy bobs going on I here. Don't know. Let's check out the thingy McBobs. I'm not can... very uh, techy, you know. Thank God I can fall back on my sweet '80s high school education. Right. You know, in this society, that'll get me fired. See, they're voting for you in the UK now. They want you. Uh, they're putting you up. They're oh, sweet. Like, We're going to vote for her in the primaries here. We don't even care. Your name's going to be out I'm there. I'm better than Theresa May. I guess so. Hey, I'm the That's... one American who knows who your fucking prime minister is. Hooray for me. Oh. <laughs> it's a thingy, right? What do you call thingy. that? A... a thumb drive. Oh, there you go. See, a oh, thingy. a thingy. How easy is that? I don't know. You, you I, took it to the next level. We thought you were going to pull out some like ancient recording device. That... No, no. I um, I I I received assistance from um, one of our friends and listeners out there, but I don't know if he'll want me to say his name because he's very clandestine. So you who assisted me with these audios, you know who you are out there. You're probably listening, and you're probably saying something nasty about somebody out there in the industry or some people who make bad tacos. But I love you, and uh, so this friend of mine and his wife have a. Uh, a lot more technology than I do, and they helped me, but they don't. Did wish. they have you all wired up? Were you like going in there all barely? No, walk? no, no. I went in there just like. What? Could you repeat that one more time, please? Hold on. No, I I went in there and then I just made these recordings on my phone, and right. and so they were videos initially, mm. but they were just videos of like my pocket while I was gotcha. trying to record because all these people were like. You know, like they, I mean, people were giving up addresses in this meeting of like a neighbor and being like, well, they come and go on this house on Starlight Road up and down the road all night long. Oh, God. And I mean, that might just be people doing cocaine. Sure. There's probably not even a cannabis grow there because mm-hmm. the bars in our town all close at 830 or 9 o'clock. So by like between Everybody 9 goes home, and, still a party, house parties or something. That's pretty much essentially what happens. And so basically you've got all these people who drink and do cocaine all over the county and they go from house to house from like... 9 p.m. to like 2 in the morning but they go to like the same 15 houses I mean I don't drink or do cocaine but I know about what goes on because I'm sociable oh right. boy oh geez so, you, sounds like you need to call in and yeah. report all this <laughs> obviously you know all this info activities well I had to sift through all the porn on this drive but I think I found the the 
there, I, I gave them all different I'm names. Yeah. And, um, so which one would you like me to play? Do I don't you know? remember what their name. Let's see. There's 24 waiver, Brazel, Call Again One, Collecting Warrants, Elsner Twelve, How to Narc Leo Agents. Ooh, um, love your titles. I like doing dope. Oh yeah, we might like listening to that. The 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 the, okay. the cop talks about how it's it's just he says some stupid. Ideas. All right, here it goes. And I can't vouch for all of it. We'll talk over the horrible parts. Okay, here we go. And when this house blew up, I I realized. What so this is about I mean, this hash oil explosion. We we knew we couldn't smell the pine trees. You're gonna love this. And that there were seedy people in and out all day long, all night long. <laughs> We were concerned about that, but when this house blew up, it just changed everything. So she was a neighbor. You guys saved our neighborhood from that. So and and an apologist and a blue dick sucker. Very helpful, very cooperative. There were people in the neighborhood who did this this very kind of reporting, and it made a huge difference and saved all of us. So. So this is the cop talking. So he's thanking the narcs. I like that. That's a good idea. I'll be doing that all day. Flipping house. We hope that you all call us. And let so us he's saying, if you see it, we want you to. I mean, exactly we hope you all call us. Sorry. That's how it starts. It doesn't mean they're bad people. I'm trying to tell you that. So when you see the out-of-state plates, that's when it starts. That's what he just said. 14 cars there. We had a complaint the other day. Sheriff made me go up, look at it. He says, hey, I got one of the people up there calling about all these cars, pulling up on a dead-end road. He go check it out. So I went up there, sat there, and the house come out, and goes, what do you think? He goes, surveillance. <laughs> he goes, how are you out front of the house? I go, yes, sir, I'm looking for cars from out of state. What I was really doing, I was playing, playing the phone pile, letting me know that we're looking for license plates. We see a lot of them. He makes it clear to me that's what we're there to do. We're there to make sure that we're not getting everybody from. I'm going to give you a hypothetical question. Michigan, Florida, all these places that are coming up there. And you see them coming and going. Maybe you're scratching your head going, well, that's sure a lot of people coming up from different states. It's because we still have that underground market going on, and that's what we're trying to curtail. And the only way we can. And this is, is in, this is in uh, Park County. Park County. Yeah. And help us. DJ is, he's that people. Everyone loves your blue dick sucker. I like doing that. I, that's, that's of course. <laughs> <laughs> what are they laughing about? If you go back just a little bit, he says, I like doing dope. Who says that? The cop. You see him coming and going, maybe you're scratching your head going, well, that's sure a lot of people come out from the different states. It's because we still have that underground market going on, and that's what we're trying to curtail. And the only way we can do it is through your information. 
and not to get frustrated with us over it and help us. DJ is he's that people person. I like doing dope. I that's that's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> he likes doing dope. Like busting people? Yeah. He likes busting people who are doing dope, basically. But there's so well, that's a that's a happy little happy crowd. That clip. Yeah, yeah. That was a happy crowd. So, but basically, that kind of tells you, like, that they're like everything is a joke. That the people who live in the community well, don't respect always, the property rights of the other people in the community. Yeah, and that's the thing about cannabis in general is like, how many times have you seen a, a news article or something? It's like they can never do it seriously. It's always like, oh, it's about weed. We got to throw in five well, stupid puns like during this thing. And you thing, heard how the meeting. You heard how the the question started being about the hash oil, and yeah. they never ever addressed butane. They, the only time that somebody suggested that they, they not allow unlimited sales of butane at the local hardware store, they're like, oh, well, we can't control that. You can control how many plants I have in my house, but you can't control how many cans of butane somebody buys at the hardware store? Mm-hmm. Come on, that seems ridiculous. I'm going to look over this young man's shoulder and see what the names of these titles are so oh, that I yeah. can pick what we're going to yeah. listen to while you do a dab. So Absolutely. Okay. There you go. The it's rest every- of America will be subjected. And everybody else should do a dab, too, while we're waiting for... The next terrible sounding clip oh, um, <laughs> to be played. But yeah. hey guys, I know so it sounds like shit, but it's the information that's there. And if you listen to it closely, you can definitely pick up on the bullshit yeah. that these people are, uh, you know, conspiring yeah. against us, basically. And that's kind of what's oh, funny. Okay. If you listen to this, Jessica, it's almost like them sitting in a room. This is conspiracy right here, in a sense. I mean, right? Well, what just. Is? These guys talking about how he can how to bust people, how to right. teach people how to bust. It's literally like what you know when they when they bust people for conspiracy. It almost never is. It's always like, what do you mean? Two guys talked about something they didn't even do. That's not really conspiracy unless they really you know think about right. acting on it. And these well, maybe are, we should listen to that one that's entitled "How to Narc to Leos." Okay. There you go. Because um, that's basically them telling like, I, I you know I haven't listened to these in a little bit. Like I made these probably six mm-hmm. weeks ago, but I've been saving them for the opportunity to okay. air them to the American public. If we don't like it, we'll switch to the other ones. Here's I just don't... how to narc Leo agents. So he's starting by saying that the Homeowners Association president is who they got most of their info from. So we already know who the narc and the hash oil fire is. So I know danger's been brought up a couple times. And actually what he says here is pretty interesting. people are potentially dangerous. And I know they're not the hippies of the city. That being said, the violent element is still not really associated with these marijuana boys. And I'm speaking of I spent nine years working with gang members. I handled hundreds of students. Okay? That kind of drug runner is not what we're dealing with here. So, yes, they're dangerous, but typically when. We go and make contact with a girl. It's rare that we even find a gun. So it's rare that they ever find a gun when they go bust a group. We go to sell marijuana out of a home in a residential area. No. You can't legal to sell it. You can grow it and possess it. And you can give it away. <laughs> this is our sheriff. The cars that are going up and down South Beach Road now to the end of the road. Uh, they're going to the end of the road. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not going to be two parties up there. The people are driving up and down, and they're there for 15 minutes, and then they leave, and then more cars keep coming. Right. <coughs> Definitely not cocaine or methamphetamine. 
Are they just going to the end of the road and hanging out and going, or are they going to some house? Like what you're talking about, what would help us now at this point, license plate is fine. So when it, once it's narrowed to something more specific, the next step for us is how many times? Is this throughout the entire day, or is it get busy between 1 a.m. and 3 a.m. on Saturday Saturday morning? So that's when we need more specific information because as limited as our resources are, we need to be careful. I mean, if I'm going to deploy a team, which we have the allocation to do that. Um, we have a special pre-prime agreement that we have overtime approval for that we can task for these more complex investigations, but I need to have something specific. I can't just... Document everything. What's that? Document everything. Everything. Document everything. 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 I'm not asking you to take risks, but if you see a whole bunch of traffic, and say, okay, they're driving up and down this road. Phone in your tits next time. Friday night, night a lot better. 11 p.m. Clear. Right there. What? Saturday morning. What? Now that gives us a very specific target that we can go into this. Can we put a camera on our property and give you the fee? No. Did you hear the last question there? No, because she said, can we put a camera on our property and give you the fee? So what i got to worry about is uh, walking that fine line between being a police agent and if you are acting as a police agent, then that evidence is going to be thrown out in court. So he's telling them how to so I got disguise I got the evidence now, so it's not thrown out. Now, randomly happen at your leisure because you've got a family event and you have to capture these vehicles as they went by, yeah, that's fine. Well, what if we're using it as a security cam for our own? That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. If you're bringing it to you and not be acting as a police officer. Correct. We're not asking. If I come to you and say, can I put a trail cam at your house? No. You're being my agent. No. She's saying on her own. Right. She's saying I have patrol cars that are driving by my driveway and or down my driveway? Yes, absolutely. All right, let me get to All right. Yes, ma'am. Okay. I have a question. You guys... The house across the street from where I live on should be. Um, this is a few months back. All right, so <laughs> you're like, what? This is crazy, yeah, right? right? No, I mean that's what happened. I went there just to kind of witness, and then I kind of lost my shit, and uh, you know, justifiably. I mean, it was it was so nuts. Um, you want to play the piss poor? Yeah. Part. So if we listen to this, we're gonna hear the next segment that I'm gonna have him play is the sheriff talking about. If you guys remember, there was a. Uh, shooting of a Planned Parenthood in Colorado Springs maybe like two years ago. Yeah. And the guy who did it was a resident of Park County. He was a conservative Christian terrorist, if you will be quite honest about what he was. And uh, he um, never had grown marijuana in Colorado. There was no evidence of him being involved in the marijuana scene here at all, but he had had a conviction of smoking it in North Carolina like 10 years ago. And so they immediately assumed that he had come here as part of the marijuana boom. To live in a trailer with no heat and no running water to grow marijuana. And this became the dialogue that all of these people who were mostly veterans of the Gulf War who were living in that area with a um, very limited, there, you know, almost nobody who lives there has um, running water and electricity are very hard to come by. So it became the dialogue that all these people who live in these trailers without running water and electricity were the causing the problem, the grow problem. And this is what the sheriff has to say about it. And it's, it just kind of gives you a window about, A, just how out of touch they are, and B, how like just completely disrespectful to a certain group of people they are that they could try to throw any 
aspersions that they can. I mean, the first theory argument was if you're living without running water in your home, that's grounds for child and family services to take your kid away. Well, if that's grounds for child and family services to take your kid away, I hate to break it to you, it's also not suitable conditions to, you can't grow cannabis without water. Right, right. <laughs> and without electricity, you know, not indoors. And you can't grow it outdoors legally in the Park County. So basically... Yeah, where is this, where is this yeah. mystery? And it gets, it gets hilarious. He refers to... Um, to play it and, and I'll, okay. I'll riff on some of the bullshit he has to say. Um, so, I think, and this is where... We're, we're doing, and I don't want to give excuses. We are doing a piss poor job. Yep, I know that. Um, so, so he's apologizing for people. not busting enough heads. I know that. Uh, we're trying. Um, I know I'm down. Uh, I know detectives. Uh, you know I've got two to retired, so I got to hire two to replace them. Uh, we've got you know shortage on the street. Uh, my calls for service dictate that I got to take care of those before I can take care of the investigation. Um, if you have, uh, like we had with the child death, uh, when the, uh, what is it, two-year-old? Two-year-old. say for the record, uh, this two-year-old who was shot in the head, that so was someone cleaning a gun, had nothing to do with cannabis whatsoever. That's just typical try, Park County uh, that's what drunkenness. To, uh, detectives hired um, to try and work on these marijuana grows. I, I know that we have a lot. Not a doubt. Uh, and... Um, if you saw the uh, what we have going on over in Hartsoul uh, with some of the folks that we had there, um, these uh, folks living in the uh, little sheds, they were living in tough sheds, they were living in round uh, round canvas tents. Um, a lot of these folks are cutters, new word cutters, not meaning they slice their wrist, means that these are the individuals that harvest the crops. They move from one location to the other to do nothing but that. Cutters. Oh my God. They're challenge. called cutters. They don't Those slice their wrists. What a shame they're not slicing their wrists. They're just slicing just legal weed. cannabis plants. Cutting weed. For the record, Hartsell has been the center of no green triangle in the state of Colorado ever. Right. Ever. It's never even been mentioned as a place to grow. I see mental health calls like I've never had before. So he says I see mental health. welfare calls like we've never had before. All of this is a drain. Because you decided not having running water was grounds to take these kids away. Is it frustrating? You bet. Uh, and frustration like you haven't seen. Um, this, I so mean, they take out really their frustration by picking indoors. I know we get blamed, and I, I, luckily my, my mom gave me broad shoulders, but I um, so I sympathize with each and every one. I, I really do. Yes, ma'am. Yes, Yes. Can you agree that the priority of the rubber bullets should be associated with the cash oil manufacturers? The biggest problem for most of us here is with the arson. I mean, the She's saying the big issue for her was the arson charges, not not the cannabis plants. Right. Because it could have spread to other houses. Yes, I'll agree. I'll agree. Um, I think that uh, this is an hour and a half into a two-hour meeting, and they're trying to bring the issue back uh, to the fire. He will not talk about the fire at all. You 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 just don't know. I mean, is it illegal to buy butane at the store? No. So what is going to be the tipping point to allow me to know that the house is full of butane is going to explode? Yeah, I, I don't know either. Um, we keep on understanding the odors. I, I we get those calls. We want everybody to call when they have it. If it's getting unbearable, let me know. Um, we have folks that will go out there and, and 
contact the individuals at the can and say, hey, look, you have a responsibility that the filter on or to change your filter. Sometimes I find out that's the other thing. They don't change the filter like you should. So change just talking about that a little bit, but yeah, change your filters. Yeah. But the the reality is that this is just, you know, indicative of that 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 it's 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 all about creating a stigma against people who are living in a different part of the county that aren't close enough to come to that meeting and defend their good name. It's it's about. Um, you mean the cutters? The cutters. The cutters. I mean, the, that like, was yeah, the, the, the guy was ridiculous. Yeah. So that's our sheriff. He's been the sheriff in the county I live in for like twenty years. How many people were talking about there? Like. This in this meeting, there were over two hundred. No, people. I mean that are the, the, oh. that area that you're talking about, where there's a bunch of people living. Like, um, oh. How many people live in that community? Yeah, a thousand, oh, maybe yeah. two. Okay, I mean spread out in the in a large thirty mile radius, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, but I mean that's the nature of Park County. Like we have twenty two thousand miles, and we only have sixteen thousand residents. So, you know, our 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 policing and our politics are different than sure. in the city, but. For God's sakes, this whole thing is just about they want to keep doing asset forfeiture. Mm-hmm. And Well, that's a huge. I mean, to most of the police force and stuff, that's like their biggest cash cow by far. And, you know, they've literally, it's kind of like they treat the, the funny thing is they almost treat the police like they treat waiters where they're like, you know what? You're working for tips now, all right, pretty much. You know you're not getting paid right. very good. It's all about the tips. And so you become really good at what you're doing and if you're a waiter that's being hopefully nice to people and getting tips and when you're a cop <laughs> that's fucking busting more doors down and getting more shit to fucking exactly that you to, can get. To, to be sold to to yeah. fund the fucking and it's, and it's nuts because you know fight on humanity i think it's bad luck to <laughs> buy into like like oh yeah i'm gonna go buy off the cops some stuff cheap because i think it would just be bad How? karma all the way i know it never comes to us like never seems like we never see the trickle down of like where all this good shit goes it all goes to them via i'm sure there must be such a inside web of like all right we've got this 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 and this bit of dollar let's make this shit happen you know boom <laughs> we're done like everybody's happy like all right i got you know brand new fucking camaro for a dollar some oh yeah no that that's the whole game i mean but basically that's what this was about. And this whole meeting, you know, kind of devolved into just asking people for info and telling people, you know, I mean, it was it was sort of like a precursor to Nazi Germany in a way where it was like, you know, here's how you narc on your neighbor. Here's how you spy on your neighbor. Here's the procedure you need to take. We could probably pay that last. Which, there's which, one last which is clip. very, uh, you know, we're, between Trump and all the rest of it is like some pre-Nazi Germany bullshit. You know what I mean? When it's like literally spy oh, yeah. on your neighbor. No, it really you know, is. It's, it like, was like basically like, and I mean, we're talking about people in Bailey that were at this meeting and this, you know, like in these homeowners associations, Berlin Ranchettes, Harris Park. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's ruining the character of that area, which used to be a real peaceful live and let live, you know. Don't, you know, my, basically, and, you know, this whole thing was, oh, this house could, this house fire could have spread. And like people who were showing up for that meeting the meeting had been marketed to the public by the police department as we're going to address this house fire mm-hmm. and the risk of a fire that would spread from house to house. So people were showing up thinking this is going to be about Safety. how to like ha- evacuate, right. how to prepare to evacuate. Not right. one word wow. about like, 
hey, if there's a house fire where a hash fire blows up a house in your neighborhood while your kids are at school during the day, we're not going to send the school bus home. Because that was never even something to think about. This was an opportunity for the police to use the fear in the community of people who are afraid of fire, which is a Mm. legitimate thing to be afraid of. Sure, especially around here. And they kept talking about all this stuff. Oh, they had this guy. I don't know if we'll hear from him. Hopefully we won't because he's loud as hell. You ready? The recordings. Yeah. He's loud. Oh, good. But, well, but there's this guy. There, there was this guy who came <laughs> happy now. Who basically said he was going to give all the equipment to these cops. All right. So basically, what's going on here is the, the deputy is explaining the concept of a caregiver. Is that if you're a caregiver, you're a caregiver of. At least one to five people. Okay? People don't understand that. Back to what I said where the confusion is, is that if I'm a caregiver to myself, I think I'm a caregiver and you're not. You're just a person that has a medical license. Okay? That's why it gets confusing. So in the county, there's very few, and that's the best number I can give you, is that we haven't had a major increase because nobody wants to be a caregiver because you can only have, and that was the key word that I want to emphasize, you can only have 36 plants no matter what. So if you're not a caregiver and it's just for a personal all the counties had to scramble to come up with regulations to how they're going to regulate. Um, so this ha- so Amendment 20, when it passed, it passed in, uh, let's see, 2000? Yeah, 2000. Wow, 17 years old. Um, so they're shocked. Um, that it's been legal for 17 years. Then they had to make an ordinance. Just now. 12-2, which is what we kind of put in, is how we're going to try and get a grip on all these growth that occurred within the county. Understand that it's Amendment 20, which was the which was the medical marijuana piece. All that did was that became an affirmative defense to possessing marijuana. That's all. That's all it did. It was still a crime. The problem is, is that they attached it to this wonderful animal that we all dearly love, and that was our Constitution. Both a 20 and Amendment 64, when they were crafted, and they were they were very very good when they did this, uh, because they slid past all of us. Yeah. It became your Fifty-six percent of the voters right. and sixty-four percent of the voters slipped past you. In the, yeah, the big election. It wasn't yeah, just uh-huh. a wall. I guess it's you must right. have a wide vagina, Fred Wagner. They slipped past you that way. Well, what, what is it? It's a vote of the people. So he's trying to talk about how we can revert no, two constitutions. So this became an amendment to the Constitution of the State of Colorado. It is your right. The DAs you know, and the sheriffs have conspired to try so now and end it. Ever you have all then. the district attorneys uh, that looked at this and went, "Holy crap! <laughs> How are you going to go after someone's rights?" Now we do it in law enforcement under the uh, you know we talked about the uh, right to search and see, uh, right to against uh, improper search and seizure, right to a speedy trial, right to uh, uh, confront your accuser. 
These are rights that we hold very dear and that we don't want to see those infringed upon. Mm -hmm. Now you have marijuana. You know, it, uh, this, this, this was, I'll marijuana. tell you what, this was really... Well, if you listen to what he said, I think it was really kind of an interesting... Done. Interesting Freudian slip because he says the right to search against search and seizure. I heard that. I heard that. Yeah. I heard the two and I was all Freudian. Yeah, because that's what he's focused on. To make it harder on law enforcement. So now, go back, go back and just replay that last like, 30 seconds. Because I want people to hear this. That what he says is the reason these were crafted as constitutional amendments. To make it harder on law enforcement. Crafted to make it harder on law enforcement. That was our whole goal. We never wanted to smoke weed. By God, it must be a grow to heal, right? Get better. So here he's talking. So now you look at it under our under our resolution. Now we have a thing that says, "Yes, you can grow it, but your neighbor doesn't want to smell." So then we can look at it and say, "Okay, we can go up there. We can talk to you, but it still doesn't let us in the door." Have a right to grow. So we've now come up with licensing, trying to work with those individuals that are coming in and growing. Um, John's done a real good job of doing that, and, and quite frankly, we're behind the eight ball. We, we know that. I mean, we have, I have 2,200 square miles. Um, I went, uh, in 1971, when I moved here, we had a population of 4,000 people. Now we have closer to 18,000. The quality of the individuals, and I do not mean this bad, but because of marijuana, I have individuals who are here for one reason and one reason only. That's to grow marijuana. That's to rent homes from you. Right here in River City. Homes from your that means tea and that rhymes with that tea and that stands for it And to grow marijuana. So then I have to send my officers in. And we used to do it all the time. We used to go in all these but I had Deer Creek Valley Ranchos and all that. We used to go in there, and we never thought about the spores, and we never thought about mold. Mm -hmm. Now this we have fear mongering. Spores. Do you know that in 1960, when most of uh, or some of you might have been around, I won't say what. <laughs> some of the 1960s, that marijuana and the marijuana today, the marijuana today is 30 times more potent. That's it's not the ditch weed that uh, mom and dad talked about. <laughs> completely changed. Has he been to a dispensary? Because even the dispensary yes, in Bailey is quite a if ditch If you ever get a chance, yeah. and I encourage every one of you, right, we all go complain it's not strong enough for nothing's really good. <laughs> go through. Wait, this go through this and look at each one of the names of each one of the uh, varieties that they have. There is a purpose for each one of those names because they do different things to your mind. Oh That's why they name them that, Adam. Maybe he answered your question. Oh I have store that will be going in in Antero. So I now have, he's going to badmouth uh, every licensee uh, in the county. Josh, Johnson, the uh, a lot of folks. Uh, Happy Camper does a little bit. Um, these edibles. These edibles, to me, um, prevented even more of a challenge. <laughs> because you can seal it in anything. Corn <laughs> <laughs> drops. Uh, what is the... Uh, what, they have the little things like uh, the mints that you put on your tongue. Uh, you have the vapor pens. You can do the oil in the vapor pens. The cheesecakes. Uh, there are so many different things that you can put marijuana in. You have no idea. And the candy no. bar is the least of them. And brownies. <laughs> the problem is, as you've seen on television, uh, news stories, uh, 
is when folks get a hold of that and try it for the first time. And don't read the container when it says it, that no, wait, wait, one wait. little uh, candy we, we will disparage just a second. 16 servings, not one. And then they freak out, cause your heart all sorts of issues, and they have folks that die. Yes, ma'am. And they implode and die. Wow! Holy shit! Yeah, oh, he's definitely... bullshit right there. So yeah, he basically said people are going to die from eating edibles. The different names. Yes, oh and the names God. are oh so. You were God. just thinking it was marketing or poor breeding, but no, no it's wow. because they have those effects on your mind. Crap! You just say the they word. Just, just make the word. It up. makes me into a gorilla. I'm like goo 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 goo, and then I'm gonna glue some stuff and put sparkles on it. And make a craft. Yeah, no, I, I just had a friend who uh, brought over a bunch of uh, alcoholic chocolates, you know, and it was in cellophane wrappers. Nothing was individually marked. There was you no big the, warning sign on it saying alcohol. alcohol infused ice cream. It was six point five. Yeah. That was nothing. That, that alcohol infused ice cream is a big no. cover story that they're going statewide. Hooray! And there's no worries about, like, that might appeal to children if you had it at home in your freezer. It's not in a locking container. And it's like I see those places like that Twisted Cow or whatever. That's exactly what it is. The Twisted Creams has Uh, gone. They they were a big cover story of the Denver Post last week. On the cover of the Post that they've gone statewide in liquor stores across the state. And their packaging is pretty much the same as Ben and Jerry's. So, like. Not confusing to kids, not no. like in any way. But, I mean, it's like there's no lock on that. It's totally equally appealing. The flavors are pretty much all the same flavors as... It's got to be held serving in, sizes and stamps. It's got to be held in the same yeah. freezer as... It has to be in the same freezer. You don't have yeah, two freezers. Unless you have yeah. two freezers no, that you lock up in your bedroom or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, no. The, and that's, like, that's crazy. I, didn't, I, mean, I already thought it was crazy just when I saw the place. No, the fact that they usually have that place as like a promotion for like car salesmanships and places. So bring your family down to the dealership and take a test drive after everyone and including the kids had an alcohol-infused ice cream cone. Whoa. I mean, it was super insane to me, though. That's, but that's how they started getting their marketing. About three years ago, I started seeing that company as like yeah. they were partnering with like Christopher Dodge World. Like, hey, Twisted Creams is going to be here. Come down and check out a car and get an ice cream yeah. cone that's infused with liquor. And I was up in arms about that, and no one cared. No one wanted to listen to me. No. Didn't have access to the Adam Dunn show to tell people damn. these damn drunken mother... Like didn't have a kid to just throw at it. Go eat some of those over there. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it seems like... I guess I should have asked you. You've got a lovely child. No, I wouldn't have said go. <laughs> he would go nuts on that ice cream. He would, go, he would, yeah. he would literally Exactly, because they would. Eat, if you can give a free kid free ice cream, they'll eat as much as they can until yeah, you stop They don't have them. a stopping point. I, don't, like, I, nom, I, nom, I know nom, this nom, because nom. I'm a big kid now. <laughs> yeah, I always, I always found mixing... It's crazy, too, because Colorado is like, classic they love it they like they, they love to just cross over the line and in every way shape and form when it comes to advertising when it comes to right. uh like availability or just okay so it's what like even when i was at the airport one time it was so funny too because it was like uh the classic where you're you know uh, you don't drink and now all of a sudden they're just throwing it at you right i go to the airport and they have like a whole thing set up with all these different breweries and for five bucks you can walk through and stamp your card and get it shit faced at the airport and i was just like Damn! Now they do this. <laughs> like they didn't do it before when I actually would have bought a fucking car and walked through there because I was like, "Ooh, got an hour to get." It was actually in, it wasn't inside the airport. Like after you go through thing, it was outside just for anybody. So anybody rolls up, you're like, "Cool beer Tuesday afternoon." It was like weird. It was in the afternoon too. It was just like a 
nor- yeah, you know, no, that that's welcome to Colorado. Get like, drunk. Oh, yeah, and it's at altitude. Like, don't worry. Yeah, straight off the plane. Have a couple beers. Yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. So everybody, that's the first thing I tell people. Right when you get off the plane, chug a beer because <laughs> you will get <laughs> fucking legless. You know, and it happens. Too. And then wait for your luggage. Yeah, I mean, it's original. But there again, oh, we have to do. Let's do. Let's do a um, shout out right now while we're right. while she's got her mouth full. Can think of all so, nasty things to start talking about for the next round of. Well, we'll go. We'll go back to Colorado politics now that we've now that we've disparaged the police state. All right. Well, you and you can inject. You guys my, can all eat more edibles. And, uh, yes, that too. Let's reverse it up. Let's go straight into Incredibles since we're talking about Boom, Incredibles. Bam. If you want to pick about up. About how edibles kill people? Yeah, these are the these are the guys doing it all right here. <laughs> they're doing the most. <laughs> wow. of it. Actually, they're doing the most. That's I'd the say. great. Yeah. They do the most. The mostest in Colorado. Now, they are the number one uh, brand here in Colorado, uh, mostly due to the fact that this shit is on point and always what it says it is, which is what you want with an edible. Don't want some... Today it's one of these things. Today, tomorrow it's one of those. Could contain nuts and peanuts and edibles. What? Could contain edibles or not edibles. Now, these <laughs> guys are all containing edibles. And they tell you exactly what's on everyone, which is awesome. Um, but they also make their own, uh, they grow their own cannabis and they turn it into their own oil, Ooh. which is a good way to start a company, in my uh, opinion, because too many people rely on other people's product and then you cannot be consistent. And this is what. That's what happened in that whole. recent recall in Denver. Yeah, and I'm sure happens all the time. So if you're trying to run a business, you better you know supply yourself. We'll talk about that after the show. There you go. Boom! After the show, especially when it comes to edibles, and uh, they know some what new doing. Uh, CBD strawberry chews. What do they got? New flavor? Yeah, strawberry? it's strawberry chews and their CBD microdose strawberry CBD gummies. <laughs> microdose. 100 milligrams, five milligrams per piece recreational, or 300 milligrams, 20 piece per uh, medical. Mm. Yeah, that's new. Yeah, microdose. In, this, in addition to all the sour gummies and the fruit juice, just be like, nung, 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 just pop I could see people just <laughs> chowing through that all you know, half a, half oh, an yeah. hour, <laughs> half an hour microdosing. Um, go to iloveincredibles.com if you want to check out their location near you, and also uh, check out their extracts if you're in any shops that actually mm-hmm. are carrying them because they're always worth it. That orange soda. Yep. And build a soil. Build a soil. Uh, Jeremy must be kicking it high notch uh, right now. I must be. It was actually, he might, he might be even cooling down soon because people hopefully are get there. Even though it's a late start, I know everybody started late, but you may need some amendments. I think you will. And if you do, you go to Jeremy because he's the guy who has every hard to find amendment and cell additive. Plus, he can deliver it right to your door, which is awesome. And uh, if you got something questions or whatever they also are super uh you know customer friendly and know their shit so give them a shout out at buildersoil.com or call them direct at 855-877-SOIL and tell them the adam dunn show sent you i'm sure they'll give you an extra special all these guys will give you an extra special deal when you say adam dunn show of course because they'll be like oh it is worth something <laughs> talking to these guys because they do get me good customers because we always try to bring good products Speaking of which, Growstone, American-made, 100% recycled glass, which is awesome. I thought we were getting glass. I thought I was getting my thing. What oh, happened with Shay? No, she, oh, she yeah. Did. Oh, ma'am. It's we in did. there. It's in there. Yep. This is your call. This is the only thing you have to do for the whole show. This is like oh. pretty much the only thing you got to do. It's like, got to have my... Get a demo? Yeah, I don't have any. I used to drink, so I always had a beer going, and I oh. could say throw... 
smash the bottle. No, I never. No, I didn't smash. What have we got going? That seems insane. What is it? Ginger ale or root beer? Oh, ginger ale or root beer. Is it infused? No. No. Um, I'd like a root beer, please. There you go. See, there you go. Boom. We're already. We're done. It Uh, seems. And we're gonna make some regressively delicious. Regressively delicious. Because I usually don't drink sodas because I'm so fucking grown Mm, up. Well, these are all like you know nice, and we made sure we go for the quality. Quality. Hmm. Um, Very hoi polloi. And uh, so all the recycled glass, which used to be me like truckloads, and now I'm only like one tink, a little bit tiny here and there. But back in the day, they make it out of glass pipes. What? No, they make it out of all glass. It's just recycled, recycled glass. glass. Puff. Yeah. It's like puffed glass balls and things, but they're all irregular shaped, which is awesome, like perlite style. Different sizes. You can use it like perlite. You can use it like a drainage. You can use it like a top cover to cover up to keep all the bugs out. Get all creative with it, and like I said, it's hundred percent recycled. So if you throw it away, it could actually be used. But you should never throw that shit away. That never, there's no reason to ever throw that stuff away. I have a bunch of that stuff, and I didn't actually know what it was. It was in a bunch of dirt that I got for somebody that I was like, recycling to turn into my like food gardens for my backyard. And I actually spent a lot of time picking it out of there because you don't want that in like your root vegetables and stuff. Oh, because you don't want to cut them. But I set it aside and did not throw it away because it was See? consistent material and I'm just un, uninclined to waste anything. Well, there you go. Now you know what you can do, use it for. Some drainage. The excitement is palpable. Drainage. Uh, Growstone.com. Check out their, their store finder, all that kind of stuff. And Seeds Here Now. Seeds here now. Your mic's not on. What's going on? Seeds oh. here now. Say it. Just go. say seeds here now. Oh, seeds here now. Boom, seeds and then now. you say the seeds are now. Seeds here now. Seeds are now. Seeds here now. Hey James. Hi James. Get off vacation soon. He's he's on vacation. I think he's he off take, today. He Today's never his ta- his, his idea of going on a vacation is to go to some like cup or sales no. event somewhere. I think he actually went on a, some weird thing. Maybe a vacation with a woman. I don't know. I'm not saying how he went. I don't know. Okay. What, but I'm just saying he was literally like have somebody else was running the ship and he was off doing something. So kudos. Hope, kudos. Exactly. Yeah. So if you can do, do shit. that, do I, it. I'm a do big it. believer in do as little shit as you have to and yeah, well, vacation the rest of the I time. think he's back to work today, though. I think this is it. He's back. He's, he's probably, but they never stop. At, he's probably at, sitting by the computer right now. seeds here now. With enthusiasm. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Never stop. Boom, boom, boom. Just keep, just order. And you can also go to seedsaholic.com if you want to go to their, um, their uh, auction, auction site. site. Thanks for the word. Mm-hmm. And I was like, That's struggling. That's where they, they do struggling. the rare packs and such. Rare packs, last packs, lost packs. You know, literally like some guys, some, some of them are funny because like people sent it, it got stuck, and then sat in customs forever and then finally got sent back or something stupid. You know what sure. I mean? Like a year later, like, oh, yeah, we forgot this. And like, you got like 20 packs that they thought they were never going to get again, sold out. And now there's 20 more. Pa- you know, those kind of yes. crazy finds. I understand. Good stuff. Um, but you can also go to the original site uh, and get, and now it's all up to date. So it's like super fast, slick. I think, uh, I think everything works. I'm not going to claim it, but pretty sure it all works, right? Looks Don't like ever make claims uh, about the, someone else's website. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, right. it's like talking, asking girls their age. There was Same a, thing. Just a bad idea. It's a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> what year you're born? <laughs> like no. And then, and then you're counting on your fingers. You're like, like carry the one. <laughs> ninety. You said ninety. Ooh, ooh. Oh man, that's, that's jailbait. Yeah, I think. Well, sort of. Not anymore. Well, I mean, if you if you were born in the year I graduated <laughs> like from high school, I don't know now. if that's we can shit. fuck. Twenty-seven years old or something. Could I like fuck a twenty-seven-year-old dude? Oh yeah. I'm open to trying. I suppose. <laughs> how old are you, KTI? Uh, I, I know the rules around here. How old am I? Yeah. Oh. uh not You're 27. not a girl. No, I'm a little older. Okay, How much? Well, How much? 
Not that much. I, well, I was no, looking at you, and you looked oh, pretty young 31. to me, and oh, I was feeling like I wasn't certain <laughs> I thought, if that was even it. viable. I thought we were going to make it happen just No, right no. Oh. I heard he has a girlfriend, man. <laughs> he, I know. Oh. He's, he's so I, I respect those boundaries. What, what a loyal guy. not a whore. He didn't even tell I mean, me yet. I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know there was something to tell. So uh, <laughs> oh. I like to think I'm open-minded, but not a whore. Well, anyway, Seeds Here Now is... I'm sure we're not done with these things yet, are we? Uh, no, we have one more. I know we do. Okay. Oh, but we're New, still talking. Oh. oh, yeah, let's go. That's good. Uh, com and check out the specials. I don't think I got a list of any specials. I think today was he, he just came back, but uh, we're going to uh, hear about it next week, I'm sure. Okay. And next week, uh, well, let's go to the first of the thing. I'll do a little next week update. But... Boom. Last one. Newmillennium.com. Newmillennium.com. Newmillennium. Uh, these New guys are coming on the show pretty soon. I think definitely not next week because I won't be around. Probably in about three, two, three weeks. They got like two new products to hype up. And like I said before, it's, uh, they're also representing 5.8, which is a distribution company. So when they come on the show, we're going to talk about New Millennium. And we're going to talk about the other products like the new ePapillon lights mm. and things like that that are coming out that are pretty awesome. I got to see some demos and... Looking, looking hot. Um, but from nutrient point of view, four seasons, they got them all covered. Also got your decision for when you make your obvious decision to get on it, like right now. Get on it. Do it. That's the hardest part, right? The decision. Of make anything. moves. Like just oh, really, it is? Growing weed, decision. Like, fuck, what am I going to do? Should I go into flower? I don't know, man. I should do it, man. <laughs> decision, bro. Do I, do I, I, do a I look a little... Com- that that's never really been that Yes, account? it happens. How many times have you gone into a place the guy's got a plant this big? You're like, are you ever going to put this in a oh, flower? They're like, yeah, but that's yeah. someone else. I'm not talking... You talking asked me about... You. No, no I'm, I'm a pragmatic, you. decisive woman. I'm talking about all the world right now. Not oh, just yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Not just you. The fuckers, whole world. Fuckers do be whack. I concur on that. <laughs> fuckers do be whack is true. Wow. But when you grow in the millennium, because you're working in the seasons, you're like, oh, boom, decision. Make them think, boom. Boom, make the plants do that. Boom. Which is good. You know, let's make so, this. So basically, it, 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 it's a boom. Wow. <laughs> so basically, dudes who grow have more com- more willingness to commit than I do. Exactly. Whoa. No commitment. <laughs> what a Whoa. what a life changer. Um, so they're going to come on Cole now. and his... But what, okay, what's the other guy's name? Cole Jaren. and... Jaren. See, how come I can never remember that? Cole and Jaren. Because you have KTI to help Jaren. you. Jaren. Jaren. Just say the word Jaren and think mm-hmm. about it. Jaren? What do you mean? What's wrong with it? You can't remember that name. No, you but can't remember anybody's least... name. That's, yeah, so it's a loop point. She does the cheesecake order, so that's okay. What, what kind of cheesecake does Jaren like? He's probably a peanut butter chocolate chip. That's just my guess off the top of my head. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, because he's, he's a little bigger than the other guy. So he's a little guy. He's that kid. He's the big kid. Mm-hmm. Well, see, here's what I, I took away from the Don't you think he's more of name. a big kid than the other one? Do you want to get my, my interpretation on this not. name? Got, this is one of these names that somebody like our age picked for their kid. Uh-huh. Or like somebody like who's like fifty years old now who's like my kid's gonna be special and stand out on a resume with a gender neutral name. That's gonna name like that. <laughs> so basically, that kid's mom. Yeah. Kind of not so cool. Okay. In that name picking time. That's the yeah. Well, we'll have to bring it on for an episode talking yeah. about it. Is that let's, the one? Let's get the bottom of it. Get to the bottom of it. All right. Well, I'm gonna find out. That that could be the perfect <laughs> description of his mother. Uh, <laughs> But if not, just go to newmillennium.com, find out where they're... Uh, newmillenniumnutrients.com, sorry, don't the mess me up. Adam Dunn New- Show's most hated guest. No, not at all. <laughs> loved, loved. Oh, we're, we're flip-flopped? Did, we do, did it flip? Yeah, you, huh? you, guys, you can keep going. It's recording still, so... Oh, it's recording, yeah, but we're, we're flip-flopped yeah, on the thing. Yeah, we're, we're about we're, to... We're an image. We're showing where KTI loves. 
Island, he loves yeah, the mountains. Have you ever been to where I live? I mean, I live in the mountains. I drive I I'm going there tonight, 285. Where are you going? I'm going to be driving by, you live out in, uh, I, live, I, I live, yeah, I live out by Kenosha Pass. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, be, I'm taking 285 out and heading out to, to CB tonight. So. Oh, you're, ho- you, oh, good. Heading home. Are you going over Taylor? No, they, uh, they closed uh, Cottonwood Pass until, uh, next year sometime. Why? Uh, I think they're doing construction, doing some sort of, of maintenance up on there, yeah. That's one of the best places to camp. Uh, yeah, no, well, I mean, you can camp on it either side, and I can access it from, like, the Crest Butte side. I just can't go can over the go whole over, pass. You just can't can go you over, go the whole over pass. through Tin Cup? That way, I think, yeah, over whatever that is, Ohio. So you can come, uh, yeah. Ohio Pass. Well, yeah. Pitkin, but over that whole area. Yeah. Somewhere around there, you then can you get over. But you get off 50 that way. No. Do you? Oh yeah, you will. Yeah, you can, you, I, think, two, I think Cottonwood's the you, big there's one. There's a that you can come out just south of Independence Pass, or you can come out. Or you can come out on 24. Or you can come out on 50. Yeah, but there's a learning. split. I know these. Oh, I know all I'm like. Still the, learning. Yeah. I, I'm like the Dukes of Hazard in, in true reality of the state of Colorado. I do know like all the back road weird places. <laughs> oh no! What is this? Oh man, that's yeah. just Jesus, dude. Oh man. I don't know. Just stuff that keeps happening. Like, it's always like this. It's always like doing stuff like that today. Like, yeah, I could do that. Maybe not, but hard. What's happening? That someone wants to go to the Disco Biscuits? That is pretty no. hard. Socially hard choices. No, it was not that. It was something worse. Well, not worse, but yeah, just more. worse. Do I just not recognize that something was happening with the technology there? Yeah, you gotta stay there. That's yeah, I know. Believe me, I'm, I gotta get on my phone. Yeah. Stay at my house. Yeah, give me what a second. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's just Some parties. Sort of romance. Got to work. Got to work. Um, Keep. Got to make work. Got to make money. The glamour never stops. Never stops. Um, so, uh, tell us. All right. So now let's we're going to move into. Let's the, go back to the state legislature. You know, with, we, are not we listening we, anymore? We hop around on the show. Yeah, we're, are we back to listening to stuff? Are we listening to things? What's that? Did you give me back? That Do you want me to give it back to you? Are you done? Are we done listening? Yeah, we're done okay. listening to those. Oh, good. Oh, good. We're done. That was like being in the... school and paint. Well, the problem was, well, yeah, I could barely douchey. hear it, so I know that other people could hardly hear it because if I can barely hear it with my headphones, the on. checking was pretty into it. They were way into, but there was some good shit in it, hundred yeah. percent, and it got better. So your technique is getting better well, every time because you're in there. And now you're like, those audios are archived in your thing, so people can go back and listen to them at their own leisure too. Nice, nice, and then you know. They'll know that they were in your pocket at that moment if they're really one of your fans. They'll be like, this is what it sounds like in her pocket all the time. <laughs> I was wearing a raincoat. It was a very rainy. It was a dark and rainy night. Yeah, were you wearing a raincoat? I was, and nothing else. No, wait, I was wearing... Um, really? You go to those meetings in a raincoat and nothing? Nice. No, I That's, went to... Just in meetings. case. Just in case in a, the in shit a, gets real. In a raincoat like, and a hoodie and a pair of jeans because... I'm super sexy. This is obvious. So anyway, going back to the legislature, we're going to like t- take a turn and talk about some stuff that we haven't talked about because we've talked about the social use. We've talked about you know some stuff. We'll wrap up with a little bit of what happened with the social use. But essentially, there were these bills introduced that I think actually, I think basically listening to the cops first probably helpful to understand kind of why I think this is an issue. 
So I think, you know, we've, we've heard all of this kerfuffle about Jeff Sessions. I'm sure you guys have covered a lot of the things that he said. Where kind he's, of. We kind of don't talk about him around here. But anyway. Okay. No, we will. But we just don't because we don't talk about too much. We only talk about politics with you as much as we can. Like every so often we'll say, hey, what about that Trump? But I'm done. And it's like, right, we're done. Can't, I, I call can't, him, like, can't really get in there to it because we know we all hate him. Everybody I, hates him. I call him the ginger cringer. Yeah. Everybody, everybody yeah. hates yeah, I'm right. trying to think of like campaigns that can be done now, like gigantic, like we hate you, like everybody hands in hand. Like, well, they we did have the thing in you. Chicago where they showed the floating pigs in front of his tower, in front of his name. Yeah, that was done a few times, I think, actually. That was KTI getting crazy. I don't know much about nothing. No, it was Bimble Dog. Oh, cop. chasing his own tail. See, he, Spinner. What up, Spinner? He's a happy lad. Yeah. He, he likes to go places with his mama. But um, so basically... I think that there is a lot of pressure. I mean, Jeff Sessions brought back mandatory minimums, which had been outlawed during the Obama administration. I know. Um, He has basically said that they are going to go after medical cannabis as well as recreational. And that, um, you know, I mean, it's just, you know, basically a lot of the very 1980s Reagan-era rhetoric. So that being neither here nor there... There was actually a bill introduced to stop him from going after medical cannabis yep. at the at the federal we just didn't level. Fund him, right? Right. They were just not going to fund his projects. And I think what's interesting is that it's obvious to me, based on the the statements and actions in the legislative session this year of our state um, marijuana enforcement division, mm-hmm. that. There's so much going on that, that, to me, just smacks of structured failure, where they're basically just kind of folding in on themselves to a certain extent, and that they don't really expect this industry to survive this administration, which is ironic because I don't expect this administration administration to to survive. No. So um, we saw at the end of the session there was a bill introduced, and and it was really interesting the way the whole legislative body and the Department of Revenue kind of had this weird, like, Moment where it was obvious that everyone intended this thing to fail, but they all put on this big theater. And so Sherry John and Rodney Bobgarten, who both are not known for being a friend of the cannabis community, these two senators, introduced this bill that would say the Department of Health could do testing on new pesticides and products like that to see if they were safe to be smoked on cannabis products or concentrated for smoking purposes. So, you know... Um, because right now all the pesticides that are approved have never been approved for a product that's intended for smoking purposes. Or concentrated, obviously. Yes, exactly. Even, even worse. But. And that yet at the same time, this year we had a bill that increased again by like four to one thousandth percent or whatever it is, the amounts of part per million that you could have mm. in cannabis that could be sold for medical purposes. Yeah, but everything's in billions now. The most, worse. right, the most, the most, um, Recent recall from from Good Meds, which obviously isn't, um, was all for Spinozin in their medical cannabis, mm-hmm. and it's just like this is getting ridiculous. You know, the the product, the 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 industry is marketed as tracked from seed to sale, tested mm-hmm. and clean, mm-hmm. but the product, in fact, the city of Denver issued a recall on the edibles made with the contaminated product. And the med took five weeks after that to issue a recall on the actual flower. Mm-hmm. 
So that flower did get out and did get smoked and did get consumed by a lot of people before that recall was issued. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's the part that's pretty frustrating. So we should do ads now like they do for um, the lawyers. It'd be like, did you smoke Mesotheliomia? Did you smoke good meds between March 25th and June 1st? If so, call 1-800-999-THE-STRONG-R. Well, you know, I mean, there's, there's no recourse. <laughs> Have the strong arm, where, you know that guy? Um, I don't know him personally. No, but you see his heads down. But he, he he looks pretty strong. He, yeah, but he talks weak. He doesn't even come. He comes. I'm strong. You're like. No, I mean that? that's why I'm laughing because he looks like a big. I fluff. probably could take him in an arm wrestling. Yeah, he's puffball. Um. <laughs> so anyway, being neither here nor this there. Is local TV. This is local TV humor. Not funny to no. anybody out there. No. But if you knew the strong arm, you'd know he's on TV every day. I, I'm now doing um, a couple of days a week. I'm doing in-home senior health care for this 90-year-old woman with dementia. So we watch a lot of daytime TV that she she loves. Daytime. Oh, and TV. they do strong arm daytime too. I don't see. I don't he's, see he's, TV. On, he's, he's, he's always there. He's always there. He's always there. Because basically, fat people who are sitting around at home are like, I could get a hundred thousand dollars if I got hit by a car. Exactly. And they're I like, know. I can't get a job. That sounds like a well, good I'm, idea. Oh, hit by a car, he bad. So no, I know. I don't know. I mean, I'm speculating, but no, he gets he gets you three hundred and seven. million Not guaranteed Not guaranteed Actual settlement may not be (laughs) Actually these are not real people Yeah Um, Nuts I know all about this I know all about these claims And all of the other um, aspersions that have been made But basically this bill was going to allow The the Department of Health to do testing And then it was going to allow the industry To participate with Universities through NIDA to do testing on efficacy of different strains and stuff and um, basically like do efficacy testing for all these different things. And, you know, the person, I mean, I I sat up and I was like, wait a second, you know, I I really, the first time this bill was heard in testimony, I was the only person who went to to, to the hearing other than like lobbyists and and, uh, the legislature. Mm -hmm. And... I sat up and I asked, like, basically, if you're going to cherry pick one member of industry to work with one university, you're going to basically do nothing but create a commercial for that product. You're not going to create a subjective, um, quantitative, you know, comparison of different strains from different growers. And secondly, you can't legally do this because the universities are federally funded and they can't take money from cannabis because that would risk losing their federal funding. So they can't actually have cannabis on the campus to test it in any way. So this is like the most moot point, Bill. It's it's not going to work. You need to change it. And then there was one part of the bill that I didn't really care one way or another, but it basically said that the State Science Advisory Committee for Cannabis, the patient representative needed to have a science degree of some sort, which basically meant that Terry Robnett, the person who capitulated on the 1220 bill, would be out. She wouldn't be eligible to be in there anymore. And so I didn't care one way or another about that. But we had not seen Terry at the Capitol for two months from when 1220 was up for its hearing. And she was there to basically say she didn't care if patients were restricted to just six plants per person, regardless of their medical necessity. Um, She basically came back out of the woodwork to this bill to testify that she should be kept on this science advisory committee because she likes being treated as an equal and a peer, even though she doesn't have a degree. And so she didn't have anything to say about the fact that the bill was a moot point or that the bill couldn't work because of the university's aspect or anything. She hadn't thought about any aspect of the bill other than it 
took away her bully pulpit to go basically have a GoFundMe page. And so it was like kind of this joke. And then they actually added a clause into the bill saying that they had to use the National Department, you know, the the the, the marijuana from Mississippi State. They mm-hmm. they actually the worst, yeah, yeah. And it, I mean, so basically, it, it even excluded the state-grown industry from participating and providing the cannabis, and it had to be done on a university. So that bill basically passed through everything and then just died at the very end. But then they introduced another bill like 10 days after the session closed to, um, or not closed, but after the uh, deadline for introducing new things. And this was introduced by these two guys. And this was actually kind of interesting because these guys have this product that's like, I guess, a micro-rhizomial root Ooh. enhancer product to make a plant bigger, stronger, sturdier, we healthier. like mycorrhizal stuff. And, and so they were... Um, uh, and you might find these guys interesting. I could probably look back in my notes and find out what the name of their company was. Sure. But they're based out of Fort Collins. They're CSU professors that were, you know, botany and biology professors that teamed up to make this product. And they think it would be beneficial for the cannabis market. But Beneficial. It can, I like that. But it has to be. Um, <laughs> Throwing in the good words. It has to be approved by the Department of Health. They can, in the ag department, they can't just do it, but they can't test it on cannabis without getting a grow license. And that product being intended for the marketplace makes it a moot point for any testing that is on a product that's not approved. Gotcha. So basically it would create this new type of research and development license that would allow you to either grow your own cannabis specifically so you could test on it, grow your own cannabis to transfer to testing for efficacy for a pesticide, for a product like a mycorrhizal, for a... um, Mm -hmm. You know, any other kind of product that people might want to put on it um, for testing for a strain-specific treatment for a specific ailment. Mm -hmm. So there would be all sorts of applications that you could have this research and development license for, but it would be a lot less expensive than the plant count-associated licenses. Um, And what would be the uh, end result of that material, though? um, It would never be allowed to be sold or enter the marketplace or even probably be consumed would probably only be allowed to be studied and tested. Boring. I, I'm <laughs> so boring. <clears throat> I mean, other than like by certified subjects of a certified clinical research trial. A bunch of guys with tie dyes in the back room of a squad in the certified <laughs> in the certifiable bitches. Uh-huh. But I thought that that was really actually kind of interesting because it was actually brought by and I think paid for and pushed through at the last minute by these guys from CSU because they wanted to get their product to the marketplace. Hmm. They don't want to, they don't want to just do they want testing that they can actually use to promote their product, I guess, more yeah. than than just know that the shit works. Well, I think that they just want to be able to um But also what about it getting so is it whatever they have has to be tested then to be I mean, is it, is it just... I, you know, I, I wish I had more information. I, ca- I can't no, answer no. much more about their uh, product other than that they gave... Um, now I'm interested. They gave six minutes of testimony, yeah. and, and, and I, I found it to be interesting because they were really just talking about how it would help the, the root mass and the product, you know, to create a healthier plant. Bigger root, bigger fruit. Did they use that one? They did not say that. They suck. They should have at least used... They were suits. They it's total suits. Total suits. Did not say, objectionable. Did they say rhizosphere? Not, did they here's say what rhizosphere? I, um, or did they just say... 
Here's what I can tell you. <laughs> I've been to the Capitol a lot this year, and I've seen a lot of self-promotional D-bags. D- mm-hmm. These guys were merely self-promotional. They didn't seem like unrepentant D-bags. That's, that's my review of these people from this company. I think it was called Grosentia. I could be wrong about that. Crap name, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally crap name. I just work here. Suits. I also might have been completely wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure that that was the name Let's of their company. Grosentia. And there was these professor dudes. <laughs> sounds, sounds so wrong. Yeah, contrived. Yeah, contrived, just, wrong. I just work here, man. Don't Europeans blame me. will have a hard time with it. Not really, but they, they won't, but they will. Be like, hmm, this word, it means nothing to us. Grow, this does not make any sense. Yeah, like the people who actually understand language would look at it and go, This is not making any sense at all. So, Grosentia, where right they got the, lots of free ads, are now that was like they always they only 600 bucks. All right, just tell them when you see them next time. Say, Yo, we talked about your shit, we want $600. We speculated a bunch <laughs> of shit about your shit with no real knowledge. <laughs> yeah, pay up. Pay up. Pony we'll, up. We'll take you down. Boys. We'll show a photo of MTI. We'll be like, he's ready to hack your shit now. Yeah. With his mixer. <laughs> with his. <laughs> with his. Oh, just holding up the mixer. <laughs> He'll be like, not the mixer. <laughs> the mixer will take us out. Yeah. yeah like war games. Enhance. Challenging stuff. Enhance. Enhance. <laughs> that's our favorite that's our favorite Enhances fake thing best, yeah whenever that happens it's like total dream world so i'm gonna go back to one thing i want to touch <laughs> on about these i know we're gonna talk about that we're but doing, i'm gonna finish up know. with we're what i want to talk about with these, no these two testing bills mm-hmm. because no, 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 they don't have good. questions lots of them okay hundreds i don't you don't <laughs> yeah you know me how long does this freaking <laughs> show go for too long okay great Okay. I'm going to try to wrap up my portion of it no, shortly-ish. It's cool. It's cool. We're good. But basically what I thought was interesting that happened with these testing bills is that the Marijuana Enforcement Division came up and like went to testify against the bill, which was kind of messed up, that they would be against a bill to approve more pesticides and stuff. And they got their asses just chewed out by Jerry Sonnenberg and a bunch of the other members of the panel um, under the duress of like, they, because they said they weren't ready for more responsibility and blah, blah, blah. And they were like, what the hell have you been doing for all these years if you're not ready for more responsibility? you can." The, all the media report had just come out saying that there was all this diversion from the seed-to-sale tracking system. So they, that was cited, and they're like, what the hell are you... T-? So they yelled at him. Mm-hmm. And basically, from his attitude in that and the other hearing about um, that, the other testing bill... It was pretty obvious to me that they don't expect to have to regulate at least the recreational market at all hmm. in, you know, maybe the next 18 months. Right. And so I think that's worth noting that they, they have, have no some plan. inside pipeline. <laughs> yeah. And what I think is also interesting, um, just to wrap up our talking about this state of Colorado stuff, is that just last week, Barbara Broll, the director of the Department of Revenue, has had very hands-on oversight of the creation of the marijuana enforcement division and all the different directors who have changed hands um we'll talk a little bit about one thing from that into context of the new high times thing too and then um so the all of the different directors of the marijuana enforcement division have been under barb Broll. she's been very hands-on about the entire situation and she's retired just now when all this sort of kerfuffle with jeff sessions is going on right and I don't, out. I don't, well, no, but I mean, you're talking about somebody who's a career state government employee retiring before they're going to get, like, short of their mm-hmm. 
pay package short of their i mean it's it's not it's not what that's not yeah, like something's up yeah it's it's like narking in our world it's just something you don't do yeah you're like wait a minute they were like they're they supposed to hang so in there for the gold watch yeah and it's been a lot of people who worked under her who have left just short of their gold watch like laura harris hmm. and so um you know i think it's interesting that just as all this kerfuffle is happening with just sessions and just as jim burak is getting like called to the mat on the legislative audio record mm-hmm. that you know i think that they're all kind of triangulating to basically leave him holding the bag and basically cut out before because if sessions was to crack down on colorado for real mm-hmm. there'd be no way that the regulation could exp- escape prosecution because it has been in collusion and committing felonies in lockstep with the industry. Right. That's what, I mean, that's been... And so basically it was my viewpoint that Barb Broll's retirement right now signals that there probably is a large possibility... I don't think she would do it if she didn't believe that it was truly eminent that there would be federal intervention Hmm. and that they would be on the hook for their actions and she personally would be because she's had the oversight over every different director and each level of corruption has changed under each director. But... That and would be that would definitely be uh, you know some major. I mean, <clears throat> and what would you think that would uh, entail? You know, that'd be like literally federal level down, everything kind of getting shook up all the way from top down type thing. Well, I think that if they were to really come in and start combing into the 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 uh, you know the because um, I mean that's actually the, the fines and and stuff, and yeah. then saw how many times where state law was violated because someone was under investigation for a criminal activity and then their business sold, transferred mm-hmm. ownership. And when the state transfers ownership, they get a $2,000 transfer of ownership fee, mm-hmm. which means they have just committed a felony of collusion in helping the person who committed a crime to profit by selling their business. Mm-hmm. And so the state also technically profited the $2,000 in transfer fees, and that's a felony. And that has happened on record 60, 70 times in the last three or four years. Right. So it's a pretty serious issue to where if they started to come in and look at the people in the state who had violated state law and started to file the federal charges against them as the initial place to start, which would be sort of a natural assumption, Mm -hmm. and saw how many people were pushed out of the industry for violating state law and how many times those businesses pretty quickly after that sold and changed ownership, right. which is actually against like the, state like law. Like the VIP did back in the day. Exactly. Like, like exactly. Yeah. Classic. The we'll classic. use them as an example. Which now no is the uh, Diego Pacier. Have you seen that? Did you see it? I don't go through that neighborhood that often. I, did it's you not, notice? I did notice it the other I day. I did actually note, like, that was probably months ago in the wintertime, and I saw it, and I made like some sort of like face of like like a stink face yeah did you i kept driving <laughs> yes oh I, and see what happens Instant car. <laughs> i'm allergic to even talking about these you yeah. know douchebaggery <laughs> marketing brands that are not based on any quality mm. you know i i still believe that we've 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 consolidated into a big mass industry too quickly and uh well it, it, generally it, it, it is kind of it is interesting to notice like you know all real heads don't really shop at dispensaries unless they have to for certain things you know i mean like especially with flowers there's no point you know what i mean like right. you get those from friends or you grow them yourself because that's just like what you know what i mean like huh i mean not not to say no you oh no 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 no, no. buying I, some i see i see no, no, some no. rare dankness over there so sure. no no no. I, I, it's I, okay you're allowed to spread love to them yeah they, they're legit 
There's very few. No, no, no. But that, that's, that's the reality is that the, the, the places that one would want to or choose to shop, yeah. you know, there are, there are a few dispensaries that are worth shopping at. Right. And there are people who have no other choice. There are people who are not no, of course, as can't. lucky as we are. But the pro- problem is that, that it's, it's, the, it's, you know, it's the case of history being rewritten by those who are the loudest, not by those who are the best. Mm-hmm. And not even by the winners or the losers, but really by those who are the, the most... The, the yeah, we know, now it's all bulldozing, no stuff where it's just like, okay, we're all buddy boy now, like nine different shops. You know but I mean? but the, like, the reality is... Like, we never heard of these guys right. before. That even before weed was legal, people like yourself and myself were in sort of a small minority of cannabis users who were mm-hmm. very invested sure. in their mm-hmm. you know relationship with it. Most people were stoked if they got a bag of weed. Right. And you know, yeah. Now it's vape pens. Like those are the those, that's the vape pen crowd now. They're like, whoa, I got a vape pen. Like, really? Okay. Yeah, I have a tampon <laughs> in my purse too. But I mean, that's in like in case of an emergency. <laughs> but fuck's sake. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I, I just, you know, I, I'm gonna say it right now. All you men out there who, who are like, man, she's pretty hot. I'd fuck that. No, you would not if you are sitting there sucking on a vape pen while you listen to this because that's just not not gonna happen. It's not a dude. Like, like that's. <laughs> Like, that's the Virginia Slims of getting high. Right. Like, really, it's just, it's not. It's not cool. Like, flowers, flowers. Girls want you to bring them flowers. You show up with a vape pen, she's going to be all like, dude? Right. Nah. Nah. No, it's true. It is like. That's what you, you can, you, I mean, I know a vape pen pits fits in that special pocket I in mean, your if you romper, get like a big but... old, you get a big old mod, you know, like a mod with a big something that actually works, and you're like, okay, good for a pinch, but. Still doesn't get to that threshold. Yeah, I, I did see something concerts, the other day so. that I thought was pretty classic. I was driving in traffic, and I drove up next to the mail truck. Mm-hmm. And the woman who was driving the mail truck was hitting, like, a monsterish box fucking vaporizer of some sort. Like, it was at least <sighs> yeah. it was at least as big as my disc Walkman that I had back, or my uh, well, cassette that, that Walkman that the, I had. That was just the, the bottom battery part for it? I don't know what the hell. I, I just saw her. She was just, like, puffing on this. Like, I was like... She got one of those like US nine-year nine batteries. Or something like that. Long, those are yeah. long-lasting batteries. Yeah, they they push the button, button, it, it sounds like they're engaging like a rocket or something. It's like... You know what I mean? like I, uh, well, the yeah. whole vape, actual vape thing with the whole liquid crap, the coconut-flavored liquid crap that you're just like, Ugh, what is this? Suntan lotion spray? Or I think she was trying to pass that candy. thing off as that, and I was like, this sister, no. Nobody needs a, like a box the size of a cassette Walkman. <laughs> For a goddamn nicotine, you know, like you. No, can, they do. The bigger, I mean, that's the thing is, you see them like it's like a security blanket. People expect, like you drive by like a shitty, a shitty car. There'll be like a chicken. This both of them have their second thing, and they're like sucking. They're like, look at, it. oh my god, it's like they're, like they're drinking a giant big gulp or something. It's like the probably big, they're the big doing gulp both of vaporizers is what it is. Well, it's the big gulp and the Virginia Slims at the same time. Yeah, well, these are just the oversized top with filled with liquid. Smells terrible. It smells like, like strawberry quick. Giant puffs. Yeah, something. giant puffs. Yeah. Like That's huge. what all that stuff always smells like to me. <laughs> There's this video reaction of me being like, what the <laughs> hell? Yeah, no, it is I'm, I'm so glad that I draw the line of mangina right at the vape pen with cannabis in it because I, I don't know anything about the rest of this horrific stuff. Sure. I'm blissfully ignorant. So you had a, you had a reverse segue that you were going to... A tie-in? Something like that, yeah. So basically, you know, the thing that I think is interesting, you know, we were talking before the show started about the uh, transition at high times. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about that, yeah. And, uh... Well, that's already been going on for a long time. Long time. 
Right, but the media has just broken. I know. It was like, it's like, funny because I, I hit Mitch up. I was like, Mitch, high time sold. He's like, dude, don't you remember? That's old news. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. We knew that. We knew that, but we just weren't allowed to say anything, so it didn't happen yet. But now it happened. But now it didn't really happen like we think it happened. It's like people are all, oh, it's the Marleys now. The Marleys own it. It's not going to be good nah. now. It's not true. That's just marketing. They're just one of the owners. One right. of the, I think there's 23 owners now. Yeah. Says a lot. Well, um, I've noticed that a lot of the people in our immediate region have been doing a lot of um, online dick sucking really? and uh, sucking up. Yeah, and, yeah really. And I that would never happen. Chosen in this to, industry does never. I have happen. not. I have chosen not to get on the dick ride on the Great Space Coaster there. Well, um, I mean, the thing is, it's kind of almost too late. Not quite too late because it's like at that point where it's probably the best thing for them is to create some bullshit propaganda media kind of thing as far as like oh it's the marley's cool now i'll go to the cup because it's a marley cup it's not a right. cannabis cup and then it will still be the same cannabis cup with the same people running it and won't you know nothing's going to change so like right the, so so all those people have like i think that this much. is just one more step to being sort of a profit tool and a like a tool for basically if you're in the get along gang of but these the numbers, industry players who would the push numbers are kind of funny though when you, when you a64 go 64 and here in colorado all the people who pushed that are part of this and mm-hmm. that they are going to probably push, in my opinion, quite likely to be to push a let, you know, an editorial shift in a favor of their friends. They're po- their, basically their dick rider crew. Yeah. Well, I think the thing that's going to be interesting to see is like if they can kind of like right now they're in a weird I'd say they're in a kind of semi vulnerable position because they're like everybody knows they suck as far as like the level content well you no. know as far as like like the thing that was really kill, killing it for them was the cups you know making money right but those are losing steam and there's like you go to them and you're like there's you know they just keep having like kind of disaster after disaster as far as performers that are just <laughs> crap and or you know don't show up or whatever and <laughs> then you got the you know the fact that it's just kind of like gotten to the point where there's so many different cups going on it's like this kind of cup that kind of cup there's there's no real special feeling to it it's real hard you know so they might i mean they might be able to bounce out of it now with this because they could have i mean they got 70 million buck input into the thing so that's pretty yeah, but i don't see that making 20 cups a year more compelling well their musical talent will probably be better because if uh. you have Marley's involved and people. I don't know if they have the same scouts as. <laughs> well, anyway, I mean, in general, <laughs> in general, it's like it's a hard one because the, the point being with the cup, though, is like, you know, they're so on they've their... tried to be too hard about like the whole thing with it. Like, well, the thing is, they have gone like, recently. They've done the classic where they hand it over to other people, and then when you hand it over to other people, it's. It's better to be a fuck up and fuck up yourself if you're doing that magazine and keep that tradition of just being a fuck up magazine, which it always was. Like as far as like, you know, we didn't get a permit. Oh fuck, we fucked up. We didn't get a permit. Like they do that all the time, right? That was their classic. Who I thought you were gonna get the permit, you know? What I mean, instead of it being like, like professionally run. But when it was professionally run, it lost all its heart. As far as like for the first couple of years, they handed it over, and the, even in Amsterdam, you could just tell like it changed. Like all of a sudden, it was like skeleton crew. Less, right. All the cool people weren't there because they were the ones who gave out too many tickets, obviously. So it's like, well, no, you couldn't, you know, it's like they cut it down, cut it down, cut it down. And now it's like run very bare bones, like a couple people, you know? Right. And it's like weird how it just 
like it's like Danny Danko is like the last guy out there that we all know and it's right. part, part of that like thing part of our generation the rest is kind of like well gone gone most of them moved over to Whippy you know to the, her brand so a bunch of people moved oh, over oh yeah there. yeah the, I saw that on the new right so a bunch of people moved over there a bunch of people moved over to Willie a bunch of you know like all these bigger brands that kind of are coming out of this which just all of that is ugh, to me yeah I mean it's it's very it's one of the things that it's kind of like <laughs> cannabis am I allowed I've, to say that yeah but I've always yeah, said yeah. it like in general I think just cannabis has to be kind of local the minute it kind of gets national or global it's going to lose there's no way you know what I mean it's like it's already hard enough keeping your local little crew happy you know what I mean but then you start to once you get beyond a certain size like okay quality control you know it happens almost every time yes we see it here in Colorado expansion doesn't always mean it's very hard to expand the same it's like having a bakery I was like okay I got a great you know killer bakery now I'm going to do it everywhere so it's going to be in every mall no you know what I mean (laughs) (laughs) like no you're not you know what I mean well we'll ship it from one location and it'll be all you know it's like yeah. Right. It's just, yeah. you know, it's like, I, I guess because I know that at one point the, the local Denver guys that are part of this group hired the director of the Marijuana Enforcement Division and had her on their payroll for 60 days while she was still on state payroll. Really? Yeah. And I just think that that's like, I, I don't trust that person to be the person who has any input in my content of a magazine, hmm. you know, that, that I want to trust for objective quality reviews or anything like that you know to me it it was it's it's always for certain people it's always all been about controlling the marketplace by excluding others Hmm. and I just I always thought well and and also on like a print side I mean who buys magazines really anymore nobody you know hardly um, just the people who have had their picture in it. So the more people's picture you put in there, the right. more like, no, I'm, I'm, you think, think I'm kidding? The, the, like the six copies of that magazine that I own are the ones that I have my picture in or some shit. You know, yeah. like that's about the only ones that I still own at this point. The but but I'll tell you, there's some away. good stats. One, a couple things with, with High Times back in the day, I remember their stats a lot of times were like pretty impressive as far as like it is one of the most handed down magazines like maybe six seven eight people get it you know on oh average. yeah I believe so that. it's like that even though like you might not get a lot of advertisement out of it if you did it one month during that month but people will actually for 10 15 years read that fucking magazine <laughs> and be like whoa and then you know so it, it is until like the bathroom floods until happened. the bathroom oh, floods exactly but it but it is like literally i mean probably the most you know what i mean because most other ones like sports illustrated no, I mean, goes nowhere and i mean maybe maybe somebody borrows it to go to the car or go for a ride in the car or something like that the back seat no, Playboy will be the other one that's, Playboy does that'll be the other one that'll be passed but it's not much. quite as many times because you're more there's more shame involved so it's like uh, yeah, well, I mean, I two can or three times you know by the time it's beat up it's well, just I, I got can, holes in the mouth so. I think I told the story before <laughs> being like in sophomore in high school and riding my bike to the bank to get a mail order to fucking send away from the back of my brother's high times to get oh, yeah. a copy of the emperor's no New clothes, you know, right. and like wears that. no clothes. Yeah, wears no clothes. You know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. So, uh, you know, but really, the, but that's the, how you got your first copy. Oh yeah, I was like 14 or 15, wow. and I was like, go, I would ride my bike over to where his apartment was, and they'd have high times as there. Is that like 86 or 87 or something? Uh, I see. I'm not, I can't. I'm not, 88. Ooh, oh, broke the rules. Math. Math. <laughs> 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 I'm old and I'm still sexy, <laughs> bitches. That's, so that's so uh, so you that. actually ordered a uh, emperor's wears no emperor yes. wears no clothes from from the back of high times 
and it took like a year to get it. How long did it take to get? I gave my brother's address at this apartment where he lived, uh-huh. and I think that he was like moving out of there when it finally showed up. Jesus. Well, here's what I recall: it was like a buy one get one free, so you had to pay the extra shipping and handling, and you got like a grow book from Ed Rosenthal. With oh yeah, so it was all from Quick Quick Trading or something. Like that. Yeah, Quicksilver Trading. Quick Trading. Quick. Quick Trading. Yeah, I don't remember. Quick. Yeah. I don't remember all Same I Same old quick. Yeah. Well, yes. I mean, I don't remember the exact so you details gave Ed of the new money ones. when you were 15. Wow, that's crazy. Yes. See? <laughs> you were already given to the industry then. He didn't Horror. even know. He didn't realize it was going to Ed Rosenthal. Had I known, <laughs> had I known then, I would have walked away right then. And we had him on the show a few weeks ago. Stayed was, on, was, stayed in school and got he, good grades. He like was I hilarious, was. actually. It was pretty funny. He's getting funnier in his old age. Notice that? He, because he's not quite so hung up about some stuff that he was once pretty hung up about. Did you see Hager getting all hung up lately? I yeah, I, but you know what? I think he's not wrong. I think he's totally <laughs> right. What do you think about this timing, though, with this thing? It's like now they're like, yeah, sure, talk to the owner. Oh, we have 23 owners now. Talk to all the owners. Because remember, they're going to let him talk right. to the owners finally. So now they're going to be like, we have 23 owners now, Steve. I kind of feel like that was deliberately just mean to his ass, but, you know, fucking A. I mean... I, I honestly, I, I don't have any beef with him saying exactly what he's saying. I mean, I think, I, no, I think if, I think if more people own. in this industry were were truthful about the, you know, everybody sucks cock because if you don't suck cock, you don't get to play, you don't get to make money. It's like this whole bullshit, like, arena of we all pretend that we're part of this big family, but nobody really likes each other. People are all out to get over on each other. And so, like, I actually respect the hell out of him for coming out and saying, you know, like, mm-hmm. this, th- you know, it's not all, you know, Miss High Times and roses and fucking whatnot. As we discussed earlier, roses really aren't that great. No, but in general, uh, hopefully it doesn't fall into deaf ears now just because of the fact that they are now changing management. and Or, yeah, like, or just become punitive of him and that he, they tell him to shut up and not, you know. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's like the classic where... You know, he used to be because I used to go to their office all the time too, and it was like he had his little corner office there. We'd all end up smoking in his office. That was where you went and smoked. Went mm-hmm. smoke Steve's room or out on the out on the balcony, basically on the fire escape. And uh, <laughs> I mean, the day he left, it was like <laughs> they were like boom because that was the room everybody smoked in anyway. So it was like taking Steve's room. I couldn't. I, I actually was there when the whole thing went when the whole change went and. It was pretty. It was pretty crazy, just because yeah. the guy. I always forget his name, and it was funny because he was a friend of my mom's friend. The guy who basically took over the magazine for a little while there, and they had a total like uh, complete disaster tailspin, and then they had oh, to go oh, back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that guy was a friend of a friend of my mom's who lived in Amsterdam, and the so, guy who was like five months or something. Yeah, exactly, about five months, and he had some other thing that he had run some other big magazine or something like that and so he basically came in and his big idea was how about if we take all the weed pictures out of I, that would be great let's take all the weed pictures out like what is your fucking brain on like you know that is the only right. thing that's keeping people, people low time so they wanted wow. to become like the new um the new rolling stone that was their whole thing we got better writers and we'll do we'll be, we related stories, but it'll be stories. So like nobody reads, dude. They don't even like. They look. basically were <laughs> doing the same thing that they did with Playboy, where they took the nude pictures out. Exactly, it was the same concept. And look how that worked out. And that didn't work out either. No, it did not. Did they I reverse tr- that? 
I don't know. Well, it's they not. haven't called me for my photo shoot yet, KTI. No, when is that happening? <laughs> we'll, we'll send some uh, hoodlum props my, with my cackle, my cackle of yeah. When when you ca- when you got a cackle like that, they ain't asking you to take your top off no more. Well, but pictures, you know. But I mean, the thing is, they <laughs> they and their and their distribution is only about two hundred thirty six thousand or something like that. So you're like, that's not a very big distribution. It's going to take a long time for those twenty three people to get their seventy million dollars back. I know. Well, whatever. Good luck. Good luck. Guys. So what we're saying is that this may be a, an elaborate money laundering scheme. No, I wouldn't say that far, but I <laughs> definitely say it, it is a money gaining scheme as far as like. They they don't have as they don't have like if you have twenty three people owning anything it's not it's a clusterfuck as far as like you know what are you really getting like you don't get your say too much maybe the Marleys will you know certain people will because they want their right. influence you know? cult of personality but then who's the other guys from here that are taking um, the Denver person? Relief guys also, also Denver Relief guys so Ian Kavon right and. Um, was there one other person from here too? Oh no, it was a weed map. What is it? Weed maps or maybe I don't know. Something, bunch of people though. So interesting, but not that as it not as interesting as I thought in the beginning when I first heard selling. I was all what, but at the same time, uh, the Coca Cola. Yawn this much, am I? Whether the Coca Cola of weed is that that somebody said? Who is? High times. Eh, whatever. Then he's Pepsi. I don't drink Coca-Cola. It's made with toxic ingredients. Hello, Bimble Dogger. All right. So we all did. Right. We did all. Okay. Now, let's, so homegrown. Let's. What reality were those people talking when they were saying 64 limit? There's no 64 limit. Where? In Colorado right now. Like as far as per household on paper, is there? Now it's 12 plants per household on paper. But is that considered household in a? Neighborhood, or is that considered um, if you're like if you're in Agland or something like that? Or it technically is up to the interpretation of each county sheriff in each area what they consider to be a property, mm-hmm. because it just says per property, right? And they mean it to mean it resident. They, see, this is the double speak of a bill and how they work it. They sit there in the whole legislative session and they tell everybody who's like you know against the bill, oh well, we only mean per residence. But the bill says per property. Mm-hmm. So if you live in a, co- a co-op or something like that, or you live in a condo or something like that. Or well, not even that so much, but th- that means that agricultural land is property. Mm-hmm. Industrial land is property. Mm-hmm. Each, each type of property is property. So what property, mm-hmm. which technically would include med-licensed locations. Right, but, that, but yeah, obviously they have an exemption of some mm-hmm. sort. But mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying is that right. this basically, you know, we have mutual friends who live in properties that are zoned agricultural or industrial, mm-hmm. commercial or whatever the case may be, and you know they've all thought, well, this this bill doesn't affect me because I live on agricultural land or whatever mm-hmm. it might be, and the reality is that it probably does still affect people because. Um, in that hearing that we listened to those tapes from the sheriff earlier, there's one um, of those little audios that we didn't play where this young man, Dylan, asks from the audience, you know, hey, what about this, you know, waiver from 12 plants to 24 plants for medical necessity? And in that audio, the sh- on audio, the sheriff just laughs and says, 12 plants, pshaw, 
medical there says medical necessity ha and he laughs at the very idea of medical necessity and says that he will never ever issue that waiver it's just not going to happen if it's up to him to issue the waiver he doesn't care if somebody's dying he's not going to issue it and of course that's exactly what's going to happen is that all these rural counties where they don't have any mm -hmm. licensed shops so there's no safety net for the patients in that community will have the most uptight sheriffs that are not willing to issue a waiver for a patient mm -hmm. So it's going to create a real serious situation where the caregiver community, they, they aren't planning to issue any waiver for a caregiver even to 24 plants because they don't believe in medical necessity. So basically one of the other audios we didn't listen to was one of the county commissioners saying that CCI, who I talk about all the time, my nemesis is from the county um, commissioner's control board, and they basically have already come out and told every county commissioner in the state to, that you've got to get in lockstep with the rest of the state and go to 12 plants. So it's going to take a lot quicker than the law passes just to get it on mm -hmm. every sheriff's mind that every house in the state is now a potential grow. Every potential grow could have more than 12 plants and be a reason to kick the door in. So I don't think you're going to need to have to have a plant in your house at all to suffer the consequences of this law. No, and it just makes it easier for them to uh, harass people who they know already are flagrantly outside of that, and especially the medical situation, because it's like, right. okay, well, those people are not going to stop and change their entire setup for that, you know, right? until it's uh, maybe too late. Well, they, they basically had the attitude of, we just want them to move on and move along, get out of here. Right. And they said in that meeting that I went to that... Um, once they have checked and seen if someone was compliant with the current county law, which is 36 plants, um, they come back every two to three months and knock on the door again, just surprised to yeah. follow up to make sure that they haven't added one extra plant. So, like, mm -hmm. say you're in the middle of harvesting, but you've got some plants ready to go into that room. Mm -hmm. Well, then you're, you know, six plants <coughs> over or something ridiculous. Right. And so it's just this really subjective mm -hmm. You know, fear mongering that basically anyone who's ever had a neighbor complain about the smell, they didn't have one answer of what they do when they go in and somebody just is like their paperwork matches their plant count and it's all legit and it's under 36 plants. So they were basically just like, yeah, we would still go back and check on that person every time too, just to make sure they haven't decided to start breaking the law, even though we never had any evidence that they ever did so at any point ever. So just yeah, having pretty a pretty weak logic. Right, so just having plants in your house is grounds for them to come and harass you in your property, and you can't turn them away because they're going to come with a warrant every time. If the, and they said, we'll be easy on you if you let us in, but if we have to come back with a warrant, we're going to make sure we're really thorough. So basically, we're going to tear your house apart, destroy your shit, possibly shoot your pets, or just let us in to check your house whenever we come and mm -hmm. knock on your door. That's pretty amazing. Uh, that's, that's a that's a strong negotiation tactic right there. So, <clears throat> yeah. Well, it's. I mean, the thing is, is it's uh, also. I mean, we're we're not the stupidest people in the world, so everybody can adjust to whatever numbers they throw at us as long as we're right able to want to <laughs> stay because. At a certain point, it's not even fun anymore. You're like, all right, this is getting kind of ridiculous, you know. But, right. But at the same time, you have people who don't have a choice, who are homeowners in a low-income area where there's not much jobs, and mm -hmm. they don't have the luxury of selling their property, you know, and moving to a new area. So they, why should they suffer? You know what I mean? Like, right. 
those people should still have the right to legally grow their cannabis for their medical need. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to keep fighting this bullshit as I have ineffectively for many years now. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it, it is it is what it is. It's kind of bullshit, but that, that's the reality of what's going on out there, that there's, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of whatever you want to call it, like two-faced something is my assessment. You know? mm -hmm. I don't freaking know. So, um, on that note, <laughs> how are those? How are those edible? Can I have another one of your? Can I have another nipple, please? Mm. Or something else like it? What else you got? You got something close? Mustache ride. What's that? Mustache ride. Yes. Yeah. So that's got it's not normally my dark style. chocolate and cinnamon and chipotle. Oh yeah, Cin oh that Ooh. sounds really cool. I don't fuck around. I like that chipotle crumb. Mm. I, I try to make. I saw the sprinkles. I got a little nervous. I usually don't put sprinkles on stuff, but I thought since it was festive, mm -hmm. and I wasn't sure if they would pop right out of that mold, so I put them in there to make sure. It would, like, you know. When you're working with a new mold, there's challenges in this world. No, you bought, that, you bought that mold one. or you made it? I, I, no, I bought the mold at a store. It was, And then this is like what I call a green at butter bite, so it's like not chocolatey. It's just peanut buttery. It's like a giant naked Reese's Pieces. Pretty good. The one's right naked Reese's Pieces. Yeah. It's the one that's all like tan. It's not. Oh, yeah. So, you um, said the other ones are CBD ones? Well, the, the ones with the white tips are a CBD one. So that one is like a one-to-one -one CBD one. The other one might be a mint. I can't vouch for that. There might be a salty nipple and a, and a mint. The peanut butter is one-to-one? Yeah. I use these same molds to make, I made an orange and blue candies for the Super Bowl nice two years ago do we have any more of these I use these same molds that's funny yeah they're they're very easy to work with yeah the ice tray with the yeah. little yeah yeah yep. who doesn't want to pop the nipples out exactly nipple popper that's her job mm, it is mint he's a panty dropping nipple popper <clears throat> speaking of which <laughs> that was, it's always good when she, she throws out something stupid because we can mm. and and <laughs> Let's talk about next week's show. I Just, won't be here. No, neither will I. I'll be at the Dead and Company. How's that? How's that for weirdness? I'll be in the boulder wow. at the Dead and Company with all the dirty middle-aged well, TVs. It's going to be fantastic. Our guest is coming here for Dead and Company. Who's your guest? His name's Keith. Keith the Bro. Keith Lons, L-A-N-S. The Bro. L-A-N-S? Keith Lons. I was bro. like, where's the W? I was trying to figure out. Uh, not long. What? I had a beverage. I've... Do you want another beverage? Was no, no, that would be a lot of sugar. Cool. Anyway, the bro is coming on a special mission. And I'm not going to be here. So it's kind of shitty because I was like planning on this show for a long time. And recently he blew up the fucking 101, ChemDog 101 chat with... A direct like accusation towards uh, Mr. Joe Murray, all guests on the show here before, which is Sour Diesel Joe. And so it was kind of like he's coming here to sort of set the truth about Sour Diesel, Ooh. and uh, wow. he's going to uh, bring some <laughs> bring some friends with him. I think I think he's got some friends, but he's at least got some. He's rolling with a posse. He usually does. He usually does. And I've known Keith for a long time. I've known him since 1993. So. Um, not going to be cool that I'm not here, but at the same time, it is going to be cool because Mitch is coming back. What? Mitch is Mitch. coming back. 
Mike. So he's being a guest host. Guest host, Mitch Shinasa. Wow. Whoa. And exciting. I'll be on Skype. So I'll be here. Oh, cool. Because I'll be finishing. I'll be actually in Florida doing uh, Cloverleaf University down there. Uh, and I'll be busy busy till around 5, and then I'll be finished, and then I'll get on around an hour later. And so I will be here virtually holding it down. Awesome. Because Keith's a cool guy. He used to come to Amsterdam, and he would literally buy – Spend like you know a couple grand on weed, and he come home and just crush it up over a screen, and then take the Keith, Keith the Keith, Keith. Mm-hmm. That's what we call him, Keith. So when he comes Keith. on the show, Keith. But we would scrape it up, and he'd fucking just do bowls of Keith, and it was like hilarious because I was like, dude, you just spent like fifteen hundred bucks at shops and bought little bags of weed, and just kind of came home and just. So he's like that kind of a smoker, always has been, <clears throat> and he's the first person that I've ever heard say the word sour diesel so he like you know brought it to my attention was involved with all the right guys in the beginning and then those guys are real quiet and don't talk about what they do but they're all a little bit want to set the record straight so it's going to be a good show so anybody who's listening now i think we're going to have a super busy chat and it's going to be crazy um oh boy because that one thread was like still going on like as we speak so it's one of those, like, okay, we've hit a sensitive note here. Even though, like, half the thread was, who cares? We don't care. Nobody cares. They then care. why are you commenting? They care. Secretly, they care. They're all emotionally and, and needy. The, you know, and the thing is, we're not talking ancient history, so we can actually get to the bottom of all this stuff. And even though it may not be as interesting to a lot of people, it is interesting to, to me because I want to know a lot about these things because I'm part of it and a lot of other people are part of it and we're all like, huh. You know, we want to know that now that we're the world is becoming exposed to good sours and good OGs and all these other things, it's kind of like out of our hands. It's all gone anyway. But it is, you know, kind of like everybody should plant their, their flag and kind of at this point in time because if you go to one of the guy, you know, we know who the guy is who planted the seed. So need to get that guy to talk you know and when the guy who actually planted the seed is usually the cool is usually the guy who's like i don't want to talk because they're the cool they're the mellow guys who just want to grow weed you know and he's literally that guy so watch next week oh boy i'm excited see mti is excited everyone's like woo it's excitement it's gonna be good and he's coming in on the 8th so he will be here and everybody's you know The bro is in the. I'll house. just look for him at the dead show. I won't know who he is. He won't. Bro, know who I will I get him. I will get you guys linked up, so he can. He'll. He'll. He's, he'll be. He will be a good customer. And he can what? crush a bunch of cheesecakes into a screen back mm. in his hotel room. Yes. Make it into a. a <laughs> yes, he can. Refined. Oh yeah. Just squish get it in up. His bathtub with it. He will. Whatever he wants he to can do. do I'm it pretty open minded. Nice. Nice. So hopefully Keith's listening and he'll know that he the inv- open invitation to squish all of the cheesecakes into a in big... In between his toes. Oh, yeah. He'll Sexy love that. Sexy shit. He'll love that. Awesome. Um, anyway, uh, besides all that excitement, Beautiful. I'll be gone. I'll be, I'm going to go to Florida, and then I'm going to be in New York. So I think I'm going to be in New York also for the Friday after that. So I'll be gone for two weeks in a row. So I'm not sure what's going to happen on that. I might have to do uh, that. I'll bring my camera with me. Yeah. I might have to do an on-the-scene thing, make it work. I'll be maxing and relaxing. Um, I'm also doing a roast of Penske on the 15th, which is going to be pretty awesome. I'm participating. I'm not doing it. So. Okay. Um, and uh, I think it was mostly inspired by my memes, so that's good. Like, good to know that my memes mean something to somebody. 
because now there's a huge roast based based on my memes. It's like a movie. It's wow. a movie based on memes. This is a whole <laughs> new thing. It's like a movie, but it's not. It's a live I, performance. So I'm pretty sure that's already been done at this point. Has a movie been made from a meme yet? I yeah, I'm the worst person to ask. You know, I've just learned You're about young. you know, I'm learning about memes. All I know, I'm still getting used to this whole social media stuff. You know. He says he's tired of the radio show. He's tired. He's done. Look the dog him. is over it. Dog's done. The dog is done. But his tail D-U-N-N, is... double N, double N dog. Oh. D-U-N-N, dog. D-U-N-N, dog. <laughs> Dumb doggy. Oh, Mr. Bimbles. Um, so, I guess we're pretty much finished to the, for the day. Huh? Oh, we boy. We're, oh, boy. We haven't got much more to say except for... Uh, I want everybody to tune in next week for super excitement. Oh, yeah, it's going to be so good. Oh, I, and ha- I should tell the people if they actually do enjoy listening to me ramble about politics. Who, somebody. There's at least five of them out there. Hey! Hey! So I'm doing this radio show on this thing called wayhighradio.com on Sundays. At, now you're at so high, then you're going to go way high. So high, way high. <laughs> it's getting a little weird. I know. But mm. I do that getting on Sundays really from 11 to 1. Okay. Sort of. I mean, mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm late and shit. What's the address again? Wayhighradio.com. Got it. It's it's a like an actual broadcast. We we're in a tough shed. What? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. We're not. Well, actually, we're in an RV now. But um, I'm jealous. So we ha- we we broadcast to the Greater Ward, Colorado region. You can hear me from like Allen's Park all the way to like, practically to Netherland. Practically. Yeah. So close. <laughs> <laughs> so close. Or you can listen on the internet. Which is usually the best bet, because unless you like the little... Yeah, sit with your transistor radio by the side of the peak-to-peak highway. That sounds good. (coughs) Every every Sunday or just this Sunday? Almost every Sunday, yeah. I I blew it off last week because I went to Phoenix, but other than that, I have done every Sunday since like the middle of the legislative session. (coughs) It's more... That is cool. I like that. It's not just about weed politics, but you know, on there we talk about like... I went to a town hall meeting and all the weed people got kicked out because we were trying to harass Casey Becker for her twelve twenty bill. <coughs> right, no, good times. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, and you got a podcast? Oh yeah, brothersbrerit.com. Cool. Yeah. KTI, would you got you got your own podcast yet or what? You don't want to watch uh, it. Oh, you do. You work on one it. sometimes. I do. You know, you can go Tell check me. out adamdunshow.com. No. Oh, it's too easy. Oh, no, it's what about what about hard school of swag? <laughs> school of swag nugs. Come on, you oh, no, it's, no, it's a, yeah, my, no, my friend does the school of hard nugs. Oh, so, there you go. School yeah. of hard nugs. So you can check them out on YouTube. See, I said swag so. nugs. Swag nugs. No, hard nugs. He's mean. School of Ooh. hard nugs. Yeah, That's everybody. Kind of what kind of show yeah, is that? School of hard nugs. See, it's like hard knocks. What kind of show is that? Exactly. You're. Oh, it's a grow channel. Oh, cool. And it's on YouTube, right? Yep. Keep those. He's killing it. Thank you. You find Justin on there. There's three of us here. There's three things. Look how perfect. Um, yep. yep, so, but you don't work on that ever. I thought you worked. I thought that's why we got you because you were like running the whole show and you were killing it. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, you know. It was just because you knew him. Well, so, well, I don't know so how it went. I wasn't there this in those whole conversations. whole employment was based on lies is what you're trying to tell me. Well, maybe. My God. Somehow he weaseled in here. But either way, <laughs> School of Hard Nugs is still. School of Hard Nugs is awesome. Still good. Um, all right, well, that, any shout outs from anybody besides her your obvious shout outs to who? To your dog. Panama, of course. Panama. Shout out yes. to Panama. Shout woof, out to woof. Panama. Woof. We'll shout out to our friends Sonny and Odie. 
Oh yeah, good, and, good, good uh, shout right there. Our friends, um, Matt Riot. You know, we talk, we talked oh, on the inter- interwebs Matt. today. You did? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, nice. Maybe you know, I don't know if he's listening tonight. Mutual. I haven't seen him threaten anybody or get weird and crazy. He's well, one of those guys. Yeah, you never I know. I thought he'd tune in for me. That's what I'm I thought. I'm That's what I thought. Um, I don't know. I don't have too many shout-outs to the immediate, uh, you know, peoples. I see most of the people I need to see. The thread is on uh, Camdog101. We could give a shout-out to T mm-hmm. or two. Which T? Oh, T2. No. Two. I think I'm big. T- I'm like T. You know T. Oh yeah. I didn't know he goes that's, by T. That's T. On the, the interwebs. Mr. T. T. S. K. You're talking about. Yeah. Yes, Mr. T. S. K. Proper Bojangles there. Is he still wearing his? He's wearing his overalls only. Oh, he's he got his dickies. He's still rocking some dickies and some Carhartts. You okay, know. Okay. He's living that rural lifestyle. Yeah, I know. It's good to have fashion sense. Mm. And that he does. And he's drinking a good two and a half gallons a day, I hope, still. Oh, well, we crushed quite a few down there. A little coffee stout in the morning. Coffee stout in the morning. A little IPA all the time. You mix IPA together, all the time. <laughs> IPA all the time. And then what? You what's can mix them together. And what's get a the final? What's, what's the end of the night crusher? Is uh, it? Still, well, I, well, it depends. You know, if you want to be, sit there at night kind of jittering a little bit, you have a little coffee. But <coughs> yeah. Jittering. Yeah, IPA, jittering. You know? If you're jittering. I don't think you're jittering anymore. <coughs> I'm avoiding the jittering these days. Oh, I don't know. Maybe the Cam Dog 101 is locked. I don't know. So I'm, I'm talking to people. Oh, are they, are they're, they're back on talking about that again? They still want to know. But anyway, it is some good stuff. All you have to do is listen next week. I'll try to make sure that we have uh, – because actually it's funny because uh, Mitch has not been up to date on the whole craziness going around this whole – Cam Dog diesel, conundrum. Sour Diesel story. It's gone crazy. We need to get some closure on a few things because it's uh, you know it's important. So it'll be fun. It's fraught with peril. It is. Every good strain is like that. Every good strain is all about just egos and craziness and <laughs> everyone getting nuts and pissed off and ripping each other off and stupid money being made. You know, it's just it's par for the course. This industry was a lot cooler when it was just about smoking weed, yo. Right. Well. No, I'm joking. We love the drama too, don't we? It's all drama. A little bit, yeah. I think so. I think everybody in this industry. Because the thing is, we were, well, we were used to being like always, all, all of us were outlaws and we we're all like duh, 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 mm-hmm. working. Like, like literally the other day, I was moving some plants around and we were, you know, treating them like we were all like undercover, but we were on our own property just moving them around. But just because, you know, we're so used to it, wrapped it all up really good and drove it from A to B. And it was like, <laughs> it's like we were like, I feel like we're in a like, you know, normally we just like, but we wanted to keep them nice and tight, so it wasn't just about that. But normally it's like, ah, just throw them up and who cares? But they were too big, so we're wrapping them up. And we all felt like we were in an illegal state because we were like doing these stealth moves at night, you know, moving things. It's like we need that. We need that little adrenaline rush. Well, I mean, it's like moving plants. Moving plants is always like the scariest thing and the coolest thing at the end of the day when you finally did it. You're like, yes, I did it. Moved a whole U haul full of fucking plants. Moving plants in like a Honda Civic hatchback across inner city Chicago in like nineteen ninety yeah. two or three was a nice. different a different thing. Yeah. I moved fully I moved like so many times, so many things. At one time we moved five week flowering plants, you know, then in the fifth week oh, yeah. they're just like in their stride, you know, and I'm like, Fuck, I gotta move them all. They're all hydro and we're all like, This is nightmare and I'm moving them and I'm just like leaving a trail of those hydrocorals behind me everywhere I go like just because I can't pick them up I just like I'm just like leaving them everywhere and every time I walk back I'm stepping on them and we had to do like 10 they trips they be like a Lego 10 trips yeah they're like the Lego of hell because you get them on your foot and stuff but then 
I've told this story I think before, but it was actually funny enough that every time the three guys that were together, like that we did it all, every time we're together or one or two of us have to talk about the story, moving the plants because it was the moment where we were all standing in the elevator together, and it was mirrored on all sides, and we're like got plants, no covers on them at all, just plants. And we're looking around, and it's like, fuck, it looks like we're standing in the biggest greenhouse in the world right now, just full of plants, you know? And it's like, there was no music, but it was in our mind. It was like the... And I kept, we kept joking, because we had to go down nine, nine floors past the first floor, which is where people might be getting on. And then we had nobody to post up, you know, just right. three of us moving as fast as we could. And then we left somebody on the first floor, posted up and stood there and pretended it was broken while we went up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. And we just left a trail of water. By the end of it, it was just water and hydrocorals everywhere. It was fucking the worst, like the worst move it ever. It lacked subtlety is what you're saying? And then we had to get him to places and everywhere we got him just suffered. You know, I mean, nothing was good because hydro, you can't move hydro, dude. Don't try. Just fucking take your losses and forget about it because it's a fucking nightmare. Soil easy. Wrap it up. So many stories. I mean, this show will go far too long if we start telling these kind of stories. Oh, yeah. The the, the moving stories are hell. Or just the, like, landlord is coming and you got to hide shit. My friend actually had to do that yesterday. She had the whole... She's up in in Reading. Okay. And they gave her the letter, you know, like, hey, we're coming. We got got people saying, you know, you're over or whatever. And then she's just like, fuck. And they were one week in flower. I was like, oh, my God. Tore them all out. Just, I was like, don't even bother. Fuck it. <laughs> don't even bother. It's not worth it. She just got over mites. She had an old fucking battling mites, you know. Then she finally got them healthy, and they were and all just... Got them big enough to flip them. Yeah, the whole night. She really got, the, <gasps> got rid of the mites now, though. <laughs> got to all be right. thorough. All right, guys. I want to thank all the listeners. Uh, and thank all the people watching. Like, most people watch today because you're on. They're like, whoa. <laughs> what's she wearing <laughs> what's she doing what's she wearing really not I well there's so very i apologize to you gentlemen of this world if there was nothing better in your day of watching this <laughs> yeah yeah this is definitely de- those are damn shroud of turin shit. most dedicated um my wife's coming back with a kid and on monday so it's, this is the final the final stretch before the final ba- bachelor yeah go crazy no, not really, but try Kager. to get some Kegger oh, and Adams. At least, Final right? batch down. Couple, couple, uh, <laughs> couple keggers. Uh, <laughs> big shout out to my mom down at the farm and Andy crushing it and to Sonny and to now we got some new crew coming through. We got Tim and his buddy coming in, so it's more, more summer crews are always good. We like, you know, people want to hang out for the summer and just hang out and help. Like, yeah, no problem. Say yes. Always say yes to those things. What, free work, free labor? Yes. <laughs> Hell yes. yes. Always say yes to free labor. That's a tip of the day. Uh, see you guys next week. I, I won't be here, but the show's going to be killer. So make sure to watch. Be nice to Mitch. <laughs> try, to, <laughs> try, to, try, to, try to treat him right. He's been out. Of, he'll be a little rusty. He'll be a little out. I doubt it. But he's, I think it's going to be awesome because they don't know each other, which makes it more of a real interview instead of it just being me and my buddy hanging out, talking inside jokes all five seconds. And so he's, he's straight out of fresh air. It's going to be awesome, dude. It's going to be like watching NPR of my own show. I'll be like, this is the best show ever, bro. I should never be on my own show. I'd be the, <laughs> this would be the best show ever if I wasn't on it. I'm bringing uh, popcorn. Popcorn? Popcorn oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Chew yeah. it in the microphone. That'll help. Absolutely. Bring popcorn. Bring a lot of snacks. I think yeah, 
I think you'll be fine with. Uh, I'm in a snacking kind of mood. If you're in the if you're in the neighborhood, feel free to sh- drop by. Uh, see you guys next week, right. and we will uh, be hearing from you hopefully soon. Peace. Peace. Bye, America. Practically every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record albums have their own we don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it... Ganja.